Warning. This is a world of heroes and villains, of adventure and adversity, of love and death. The characters portrayed in these stories come from varied walks of life, not all of them healthy, and the journey ahead is dangerous. Sessions may include strong language, suggestive situations, alcohol or drug use, depictions of violence against anyone and everyone, speciesism, classism, social elitism, self-harm, slavery, and death of characters or NPCs. The world can be a dark place, and sometimes bad things happen to good people. If these things make you uncomfortable, you may want to consider alternative listening, but ultimately, only you can decide whether or not this is the show for you. If it isn't, you're under no obligation to say, we hope you find what you're looking for. If it is, then we hope you enjoy the show. Four. Three. Oh. Two. Two. Oh, hey, Juan. <laughs> you okay there is? I poked myself in the eye while I was counting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my ham boy. My big yeah. sweet ham boy. Yeah, that's Only Izzy. Not my Only Izzy can manage that. Yeah, I'm good. It just kind of hurt. <laughs> it's true. Well, uh, there was that one time I turned my face into the wall. And there, like was that. there was that. There was that. No? Uh, um, I need somebody to jump on the feed so that I can make sure that sound is working right and everything because, you know. Uh, I'm not going to leave that one to Gene or to Glam because um, I cannot accurately listen to it on my headphones. Okay. Uh, everybody quiet. Ben, start talking. Um, testing one, two, three. Let's hope it doesn't suck. Sounds good to me. Fantastic. All right. Ambient sound from the rest of the cast. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fetch. Yo. Gordon, quit rolling over the NPCs. No. Guys, stop being so great. I don't know. <laughs> Never in the month of gay rap. How do we sound, Blam? Everybody sounds good to me. Fantastic. Cool, cool. All right. Hi. Uh, thanks for putting up with that. Welcome. We have a full house, and we are back to Tabletop Super Shit Show Part 2. Um, because uh, if you were here for last week... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I may or may not have nuclear apocalypse an entire side dimension and thrown the cast of Sky High here um, into the Noodle Arm New Millennium Universe um, so that I would have another slot for a side game to run depending on variations of available cast members. So, you know. Um, hey, you know what? You balance five five simultaneous universes. Oh, that was it. Yeah, no, that was it. You're right. Our help to the NPC listing alone, I this was a completely fair decision <laughs> to nuke a, an entire world of people. Oh, by the way, speaking of, speaking of a uh, community effort here amidst the group, we're building a list of NPCs and significant characters uh, for view to, you know, and for any of you who like to play along at home, would like to know the extra stuff that's going on and all that, this list will be available to you on our Patreon. So 
Just Just so you know. Just throwing that out there for you. Put together things that connect connect the dots between characters that our players have completely missed. Yep. Yep. Yell at us when we miss stupid stuff. Yes. No. Yes. When we're stupid, please yell. Guys, we are guys. We are unbelievably stupid. Um, Yeah. That being said, I don't want to leave it up to our audience to yell at us when we're dumb because the poor kids are going to scream themselves hoarse. That's true. That that is very true. Yeah. It's a group effort. All of us are in charge of looking at that list and making sure we're not stupid. Yeah. So none of us can be blamed if something is forgotten. And. uh, one more thing we have to do before we begin our session. I, I forgot. Um, we got some fan mail at the new and different worlds at gmail.com account. Oh, yay! Which, by the way, for people out there, um, new and different worlds at gmail.com is our group setting email. It's uh, posted on our. Uh, credits page and all that, which I don't know if anybody notices that or not, but just so you know, if you want to say anything to cast members, reach out, say something good, say something bad, whatever makes you happy, um, uh, it's there, and we'd love to hear from you. Also, um, if you go on to Anchor and follow our podcast, you can leave voice messages for people, too. And um, I will totally attach those to podcast episodes so that people can hear how much you love or hate or are generally confused by the people here. Because, you know what? Any press is good press when you get down to it. But, um, anyway, I don't want to put this I don't want to put this off for too long. I want to get into the game. So, we have received fan mail. The first one is to Izzy's rippling muscular left arm. <laughs> and it says... <clears throat> oh God, dearest Lefty, I cannot stand it anymore. I must confess my adoration. Your perfect curvature and muscle has left me captivated, and I am ashamed to admit I have a fondness for you over your twin. I pray you grace my eyes with your glorious splendor soon. Did I ghostwrite that? <laughs> Jesus Next. Money. Next. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Next is to Izzy Gray's right arm. Your twin oh, thinks he's God. so great, but I have to admit it is you who makes me quake. You're better than any other. That curve of yours, gasping emoji face, sweating thirsty emoji face. Every time you appear, I freeze and stare. Righty, it is you I love. Until next time, I will rewatch on the tube of you, your biggest fan. Did I write that? <laughs> I was about to I say, you're a lefty. You must be a true man of culture. Mm, yes. I mean, righty keeps everything tidy. <laughs> lefty is fast and loosey. <laughs> um, the, th- the third one. I owe this person nothing less but to get jacked. <laughs> you do. Yeah, that's yeah. If they need some workout inspiration and stuff, yeah, I don't know what, what 
Oh. Send those screenshots so we can print them out and post them on his workout wall. Right. Oh, man. Fan letter three. Fan letter three. Dear lefty and righty, where have you been? I miss you so. Oh, look, it's live. I hope you'll be on. Sweating, thirsty face, big red heart. Love always. All right. <laughs> What's happening? Which one of you have There's a fourth email. There's a, there's a fourth one. But, but this one is to all of us. The fourth one is thank you. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for over a year of amazing memories and epic adventures. Thank you for being a friend when needed most. Thank you for allowing us to share this journey. Thank you for the best character, our humble narrator. With love. So, um, the first one is from Benjamin Donald Overton. The second one is from your biggest fan, Ben D. Over. P.S. You can bend me over anytime. The third one is from Love Always, Benny Boy. And the fourth one is With Love, Bend Over and Friends. Aww. Yes. That's awesome. So, you know, combine that with the fact that one, Izzy and Sky told us there was a bloke they ran into at the Ren Fair who was a fan of the the, uh, show. Um, You guys told us that last time. Yes, I did. Between that and the fact that I had a co-worker, uh, Akeem, who came up and said that he watched the show with his boys... And he specifically said that he was impressed by Izzy, and he thought that it was hugely respectful to have a brother and a man of and a, a man of color up there representing and being a fantastic performer on the air. So, you know, just just let it be said. Yeah, we're a bunch of nerds playing grown up. Let's pretend, but people are having fun out there. Yeah, I can't so, breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> kids having a moment. Kids like, I need to cry, but this eyeshadow was fifty dollars. That's awesome. And for Bendy and friends, bend over, bend you over, what have you. I am getting jacked now. That that did it. That did it. it. That's that's it. Guys, that, boy, by the end of this know. year, you boy, lefty and righty are going to have their own zip codes. Guys, we need, to have, like, <laughs> we need to have like promotional stickers where it's just like Team Lefty, it's Izzy's left bicep, and Team Righty, she's <laughs> right bicep. That is amazing. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. Enough shameless self promotion and ego stroking aside. Um, from me personally, thank you to all of you for being here. I need this outlet more than I am willing to talk about publicly. So thank you. I appreciate every last one of you for being here. Um, and you know, your personal lives happen and get in the way sometimes and that's okay. Cause I'm just glad when you guys come to visit. So big preach. 
Internet Dad loves you and is super proud. So. Okay, enough sad Zachary. Yeah, let's yeah. go to sad trauma. <laughs> yep. No, no, no I'm so sad. Sad. Much easier to process. I'm so full. No more trauma. All right. So, um, Sky, when you go out of the apartment, there is a car out front. And when you get inside, it takes off. You are in the back of this car with Claudette Lawson. She looks at you and she goes, I do hope for the sake of... Sorry, how long has it been since my last job with them? Um, you uh, did the reading on your former co-worker uh, four days prior. Four days, okay. Um, Claudette is in the car with you. And she says, For the sake of general politeness, I will say I appreciate your willingness to be available. Um, just to remind you, Claudette, I will drop her reference picture in the player cat in the player chat. Uh, she is a lovely woman of African American origin who does not brook shit from nobody. Um, you said player chat. Yep. Oh, oh no, it's in game chat. My bad. Got it. And she yeah. says, for the sake of general politeness, I'm glad you uh, made yourself available. Yeah, it seemed really important. It is. Um, in about 15 minutes, you're going to be at a black airstrip. And you're going to board a private jet, and you're going to be flown out to uh, New York, where you will board a ship, and you will be taken to Liberty Island. Okay. Um, I don't have anything with me. I, I didn't realize we were going so far. Um what what happened? Two hours and 17 minutes ago, some sort of demi-gravitational <laughs> anomaly opened up about 400 feet off the Statue of Liberty. <clears throat> and 45 minutes ago, a group of teenagers, many of whom register metahuman abilities, fell out of it into the water. We have We have the entirety of our scientific team on site conducting scans and analyses. And near as we can tell, they're from a parallel version of this Earth. The level of changes, difference, whatever it is, is at this point inascertainable. So we have scientists on site conducting tests to see what we can determine about them through non-obtrusive testing. And given the nature of your abilities and your capacity to bring people into reasonable uh, mentality and also to subtly influence the human mind, I am hoping that you will assist us in a number of things. One maintaining a level of sensible calm amidst them because we don't need a bunch of super-powered hormonal teenagers rampaging. Two, bring them around amicably to the idea of 
volunteering so that we can conduct some basic medical tests to ensure that they are healthy. They don't have strange viruses or diseases that could cause a pandemic. And also to subject themselves to registration so that we can attempt to find any potential family members they might have here that could provide them with some sort of support considering how overwhelming and just generally chaotic it must be to be pushed through a dimensional membrane. As well as the introduction of new individuals of power. This is an unprecedented event. These people could be... could possess power of a devastating scale. These people could very well have destroyed whatever reality they came from and be moving forward to destroy the following and so on. Or they could just be refugees adrift. We don't know. But we can't afford to treat this with anything less than absolute importance. Where are they being kept right now? Right now we have a small camp set up at an Air Force base right off the harbor. Uh, the car stops and opens, and you're on an airstrip. There's a, a little jet off to the side that's already that's already doing warm-up. She says, you'll be taken there directly. Miss um, Hotchner will, will be there. If you need anything, tell her. She'll get you things. Um, with any luck, this will be a relatively quick and painless process, and we'll get you back to your apartment and your... Um, Attractive uh, roommate. Do you have any questions? Um, the woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> the woman was too stunned to speak. Um, uh, not that I can articulate yet. Good. So, um, Get on board. I'll be in touch. Thank you. Uh, I will get out. And yeah, just, um, you step off. As soon as you out. step out, she um, picks her phone up and uh, the door closes as she takes off. And uh, you uh, you hear her. Uh, the last thing you hear before the door closes, her go, she's getting on the plane now. Um. Sarah's going to board if she can um, and then shoot a text to um, I, I'm assuming we've got a group chat, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a group chat. So um, Sarah will send a text to the group chat for everybody and just say um, got pulled away for a job. Can't give many details, but I'm fine. I'll give you updates when I'm going to be back. And then she'll text Malcolm specifically and say, sorry for the quick exit. I'm fine. Malcolm just texts you back. Go for it, get. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, for the credit of those of us that are in the pocket dimension, cell phones probably don't work in the 1960s in the Middle East. No, they don't. (laughs) There is no cellular reception, and there is no cellular reception where you guys are. Um, oh, to be fair, we I be just, she wants to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
how am I supposed to text back a winky smiley face crystal ball and barrel card? Yeah. You can do it later. Um, Malcolm oh just to her thing, she's just like, sorry for the abrupt exit. I'm fine. Malcolm just texts you back. You goes keep it that way. Uh, I take that as my signal to be nosy. Uh, <laughs> what well, weird stuff has been going on lately that could, uh, that could uh, attract some of that kind of attention. Um, there is um a uh, oh who is it? I can't remember the name of it. Um, the great big um, the great big um satellite group that monitors the sky for uh, um, signals from space. Yeah, the the visor I was borrowing. Right, right. Those guys. Yeah, um, they pick up. They picked up the formation of some sort of anomaly off of the Statue of Liberty, um, and then something came out of it. Um, they weren't able to determine anything because surveillance in that area was uh, not um, not very heavy available. Yeah, yeah, not very available. I mean, there's like some shitty. Uh, there's some shitty pixel-heavy uh, surveillance cameras at Liberty Island for the people who visit the Statue of Liberty, but that's about it. Okay. And that's all um, closed circuit, so... Uh, in that case, I will keep it, it logged as something to take note of, uh, but I'll otherwise keep on working on my uh, uh, on my new education, as it Okay. Were. Okay, cool. Um... As you approach the plane, um, Sarah, you are met by your least favorite person you've met so far through the DHI, Corporal James Hurley. Oh, oh God. This, this fucking guy. Hurl yeah. is in his last name. He oh comes down the God. stairs. Uh, still military regimental. Oh, my God, you glorious goddess. Thank you. My wife just brought me Korean barbecue. So. That yes. is the energy we like. Hey, oh, God, God, yes. Oh, yeah. I love that woman. I was going right. to say, you better marry her, oh, but yeah. you already did. Marry her. 20, oh, yeah, right. I was going to say, 20, you really about to hit on Sarah? <laughs> 23 years ago. Thank you very much. <laughs> 23 <laughs> years ago, as of this November. So, nice. yes, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> You I'm not dumb. Right, I'm not dumb. She fed me. I was like, I'm keeping you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Uh, and I have a question as Brock. Like, how much time has passed for us? Um, About 45 minutes. You guys got fished out of the water into the boats, then airlifted by helicopters off to some kind of installation where they brought you guys in. They brought you blankets um, water, food. Um, they have some individuals on hand uh, who are who look like doctors, mm-hmm. who are like, um, you know, if you would consent, we would like to give you examinations to check you over and make sure you're okay. Um, you know, they, they, I mean, like they're there and they they've openly stated they would like to do this and there's other people who are like um, we'd like to get to do you know after we go through the whole hello there my name is Aaron Hotchell I'm a representative of the DHI can you all understand what I'm saying uh yes yes I'm pretty sure we all speak English or does the sassy rich man need to step into this hold on no Brock's got it done 
<laughs> it's okay. He's Black Rock too. Um, uh, while we're being uh, like whisked away, I would like to talk to Shalimar and Argent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I presume we're somewhat monitored. There's at least a hundred people around you guys. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, this is some kind of military installation, and from the look of it, this isn't a normal operation. You know, from the look of this, um, well, for Cecil's benefit, because Cecil's family's worked with the government many times, this reeks of a man in black walking in and saying, Sir, we're going to be utilizing your facility for the foreseeable future. Please allow us access to all of your areas and have your people maintain a respectable distance. Okay. Um, and it was a mandatory please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, no. <laughs> This is a Marichimo mm-hmm. kid went crazy and the government stepped in and took over Fontaine's lab to fix it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, Arjun and Chalamar. I'll just, like, discreetly talk to them for a moment say, uh, we know at this point, like, we've made our phone calls and everything, yeah. No, not yet. You guys have not just yet. been brought over to the uh, facility. They've given you guys blankets and food and things, and then she came up and she's like, hi, my name is Aaron Hotchell. I am a representative of the DHI. Can you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we all speak English, right? Oh, yeah, everybody here speaks English. Yeah, like, yes, okay. Okay, um, okay so, yeah, yeah, she says that. She's just, she's probing, you know, because mm-hmm. um, for for the benefit of Brock and the others who are maybe less familiar with uh, Aaron Hotchell, um, she is a woman in her late 30s, um, long black hair, has a generally friendly demeanor, um, but is at the moment kind of talking to you like, you know, she doesn't know anything about, you know, for all you all she knows, you guys are aliens, aliens or something, mm-hmm. you know, so. Do y'all have a DHI in your... World? Yes, because the Fontaine oh, no Industries was, yeah, yes. uh, Fontaine Pharmaceuticals had a contract with them to or study met or superhuman science. So at least that, Cecil knows. So you know what's going on? No. <laughs> yeah, no. He's he's the he's at least. Oh no, sorry. I meant that this is not weird or this is weird shit. We have the context of what the DHI is. No, no? as far as he knows, the DHI is a government agency that works. Uh, that works with uh, super with metahumans and things like that. Oh, no, he doesn't know okay, any other senior shit, but he knows generally what they. He has the civilian intelligence of what it is. Mm-hmm. He knows that DHI monitors yeah. super or superhumans in context of civilian relations. Uh, I mm-hmm. personally will not kick up much of a fuss to a medical examination. Uh, they may have some trouble with some things. Uh, considering uh, my abilities, but other than that, like, put a stethoscope on me, I'm fine. So, um, those of the group who consent to a medical exam are taken off to the side to, like, you know, they have those hastily set up hospital partition stands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a series of those set up off to the side, um, and basically everybody who consents gets one. You know, they they put them off in one of those, and they're like, "Thank you, someone will be with you shortly." Yeah. Um, actually, finish your thought. I Kenny's processing. Okay. Um, 
Just to be clear, they separated us? Not very far. But they put you, okay. like, yeah, anybody no. who consented, anyone who consented, anybody who was like, fuck that, they're like, okay, that's cool, no worries. Shalomar. You know, Shalomar <clears throat> said, fuck that. <laughs> Actually, Shalomar said, I demand to speak to my father. Do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah, that's probably the first thing you said, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. That sounds like Shalomar. Yeah, yeah they're like, would you enough. consent? And he goes, I will consent to nothing until I have spoken to my father. You know, I'm just going to start referring to Shalimar as Draco. I probably will hear about this. <laughs> you know, like Shalimar that. Slytherin. And they're like, Shalimar Slytherin. They <laughs> look at him and he's like, they're like, okay, we're more than happy to help you to help you get in touch with your families. Um, can you can you tell me who your father is so that we can um, we can get in contact with them? He goes, my father is Mangarjuri Bova, the warrior king. And um, uh, for empaths in the room, the person he says that to shits themselves a little bit. And, and yeah, he goes, you know what? Everybody yeah, He goes, you know what? I'm going to get somebody to get in touch with them right now. And... He <laughs> <laughs> still was just asking for his phone call so he can call his parents and, you know, get actual medical attention. Um, you, um, you are the given a phone call. Yeah, you are given a phone call, and you have the conversation you had last time. Yeah. Oh, Cecil's gonna kind of look over. Hey, uh, guys, we might have a small problem. Yeah, Izzy. Kenny had the world ripped out from under him. His senses got numbed, and then they came back. There are way too many smells, and he can't see. Kenny has shut down. Like, he hasn't spoken since the thing he said to Shalimar. There is too much going on. Anybody who has attempted to touch him, he hasn't attacked them, but he has flinched and he has growled. His claws and his teeth are out. Yeah. And they're... They're, they're yeah. giving you... They're giving you space. Um, they're, they're giving you space. Yeah, okay. Just because they're just clear. like... Yeah, they're like, we're gonna we're gonna let that one do his thing. He's at least gonna look over to Joey and uh, Brock. Guys, we might have a problem here. Has anyone seen Chase? Chase uh, is uh, Chase is napping in a chair, uh, uh, wrapped up in a blanket, like no. like two hundred feet away. He, he's just going to look over at them. Follow me. We might need to talk to him. Okay. Is Joey following? I don't know. Is Joey following or did Joey consent to a medical exam? Because Brock consented to a medical exam. He's in one of the yes. partitions right now. All right. Fair. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, give, give me the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Did Joey go through just... a medical exam or? Joey definitely would go through a medical exam. Okay. And he's just like, I don't trust your doctors. This is not okay. I'm not doing this shit. For all the I guy, know, you're not using sterile equipment. <laughs> the guy, the guy walks up to uh, Argent, and is like, "Hi, would you?" And second, immediately slides in front of him, and he goes, "I am Second Tari. I am representative of the Ishut Numai, the arm of the Egyptian government. We will not be speaking to your government people until we have a representative of our, um, what's the word I'm looking for?" 
and we have a representative of our consulate available. We are dual citizens of the United States and Egypt, and we choose to evoke our diplomatic immunities thus far. He goes, all right. That explains why they're weird. Okay. And he goes, all right, that's cool. That's perfectly fine. Uh, question for, uh, uh, from Joey, like, when he goes into the medical tent, does he, uh, does he see anyone that, uh, that would be ethnically described as, uh, Japanese or Nordic? Yes, actually, you do see a, uh, Japanese, who did we, oh, okay, well, that's the zine's guy, all right. Okay. No, we're not lost, we're still here, we just are moving around. <laughs> I get you. I just it changed, and I, I went. Who did we lose? See my butt. Yeah. Huh? That's fair. I just it. heard our audience moaning. Um, so <laughs> the, the entire the, 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 a collective viewing just kind of went. Ah. Oh. Yep. I, I think the I think the collective viewing was more disappointed that they're not seeing Izzy's butt. <laughs> Can't it be both? It can, it, be it, both. it can be both. It can absolutely oh be both. Oh my gosh, Jordan. Okay, there are Jordan. two. <laughs> <laughs> she could make Izzy's eyes and mouth go wide. <laughs> sorry, All right. what you, sorry, what were you saying, Ben? There are two um, uh, doctors there present who are of clearly Asian descent. Uh, Joy kind of wants to. Uh, Test the waters, and uh, he'll like he'll say to them, uh, uh, just like uh, saying, like, I just want to go home. Can you like can you show me the way home? Uh, the two of them, uh, the two doctors, look at each other, and uh, one of them steps forward. Uh, and smiles, you know, hands, hands up, you know, as he approaches. He is a lean gentleman, um, with long black hair. He, he approaches, oh, oh, hands oh, up. Oh, oh, no. Oh, God. What? 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 Oh, oh, no. Why would you use this image? I have the discomfort. He he puts up his hands. He goes. He goes. He goes. This shit. Assuming my son, um, we do not. And he's having this conversation with you in Japanese. He goes. We do not intend to separate you from your families. Your arrival here has concerned members of the local government, as this event has not transpired. So they have asked if we would find out if you're healthy, uh, possess any illnesses, diseases that might be detrimental to people here, to determine that you are healthy and safe. We will help you find your families. Can I please conduct a medical exam to determine your health and wellness? Joey's familiar enough with the medical processes. Uh, he'll he'll agree to it, and any questions that they have about his medical history, he'll he'll fully divulge. Arigato. Please come with me. 
you are let off behind partition. Kenny has shut down. Um, Fontaine is um, having white boy privilege panic attack. Um, I'm trying to do something, but I'm just going to be fast. <laughs> I keep running into everyone else has walked away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joey, you are given a. They ask your name. They, uh, they ask your name. They ask your, you know, like information about your family so they can contact people. Um, they ask you if you understand where, what has transpired, where you came from, and how you got here. Um, they ask you if you are a metahuman, if you have gifts. What are you snickering about, Izzy? <laughs> I'll text you later. <laughs> All right, please do. Is he um, back there? It's recorded for prosperity. <laughs> prosperity, my love. Whatever the fuck the word is, I barely got through high school. Hey, at least it's not it, prosperity. He's being a pervert on camera, and like Jordan's just glad that it did with him for once. Probably, but <laughs> you know, probably yeah. But I know that Sky will hit me up and get me in the inner circle because we tight. <laughs> And the best part is, it wasn't even that. It was just me being ADHD, and then I forgot we were on camera. Mm-hmm. So, what right. else happens to me again? Um, that's pretty much it. He just asks you questions. Okay. He takes a little blood. <laughs> um. Oh. He takes a blood. He asks you if you're a metahuman, uh, if you have a, a gifts. Um, do you tell him or do you not tell him? I think Joey would, uh, I think Joey would answer honestly and say that he is not a metahuman. But... I think Joey would keep his gifts close to his chest. Okay. So, in other words, you lied. No, I think it's selectively divulging the truth. Or as how Fox News would say, alternative facts. You said you told them you're not a metahuman. And you don't have powers. Okay. Oh no! Hold on, no. That's, that's no, no. It. It's fine. You did it. Wait, you wait, said it. Fuck. It's good. Wait, no, fuck. You're good. This is, this is gonna bite me in the ass later, ladies and gentlemen. How hard All it right. is? Don't worry. My ass is gonna look like raw heart. Okay, Brock. Um, you go in. They ask some questions, and um, they ask some questions, and. Uh, the guy attempts to take a little blood, mm-hmm. which, you know, goes nowhere. And uh, the, the doctor um, is the, 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 the nurse who takes your blood is like, or who attempts to take your blood goes, mm-hmm. are you a metahuman? Do you have special abilities? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty hard <laughs> no. to conceal that fact. Nah, nah. I'm just... <laughs> 
Nah, your needle's just weak sauce. Right. <laughs> It'll work up rock rockward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said it might be a little difficult to, to retrieve uh, fluids okay. unless it's voluntary. Uh, at which point, um, uh, at which point, uh, there's a, there's a voice outside that says, uh, oh, "Don't worry, I, I'm prepared for this." And uh, a uh, the scientist comes in. If you think the last guy made you nervous, um, ah! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my fuck! He comes in and uh, he uh, walks walks up to Brock and he, he moves like he's gonna take your take your hand and then he goes, "May I?" Sure. Ah, thank you. And he he takes you, kind of rolls you over, man? and he kind of. Like taps at your hand in a few places. There's my camera. Just on a hand, a few places. He goes, ah, impervious to human harm, ultra dense musculature formations in the natural organic fibers. Fascinating development. Um, he he pulls out a uh, a cylindrical device. With a button on the back of it, and he pushes it against the ball of your thumb right here, and he goes, "Feel a slight pinch," and he presses the button, and you feel a slight pinch mm. as uh, the uh, cylinder blooms with blood, and then he goes, and it goes, and it dis- and it dis- detaches from you with a pressurized hiss, and you have this little X incision right down there, and he goes, ah. Thank you so very much, sir. Lasers? Like this. He goes, oh no, 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 no. Um, it is uh, actually rather fantastically enough. We've, we've I've, uh, one of my uh, developments is a, uh, uh, a, a metallic polymer that repels certain microelectron bonds between organic tissues. Interesting. Yes, this sounds like a supervillain's weapon. It's quite fascinating. Thank you. And he, he steps back out. The person finishes taking your information. Oh, by the way, Brock Rockford, that fucking stings. Yeah, that stings a little bit. Like, I give no indication of it, but... Have you yeah. ever felt pain? Uh, yeah, I've felt pain. Like, I have, but I just I just have pain tolerance. Uh, oh. I don't think I've ever had my, my skin fears before. fucking Rockford. That's right. a new one. Okay. Yeah, you haven't shed blood since you were 12, so... Yeah. He's Brock fucking Rockford. Yep. <laughs> He's um. Joey's just there. As a fact, Go look at our or at our Twitters where we had an entire discussion over Brock Rockford. <laughs> yes. It was a great exchange, Casual by the way. Plugs. It was fun. Casual plugs. <laughs> um. Other people who get their medical uh, get their checkouts. Um, blood gets taken. They let you guys back out. So, relatively quick, it's like five, ten minutes a person. It's, it's not yeah. bad. Um, where did Izzy go? Izzy's in the bathroom. Okay. Makes sense. Sounds like something he'd do. Yeah. I mean, I kind of hope we all do it at some point in time. How dare you all have biological um, needs? Biological <laughs> needs are sus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well... While he's gone, can I go up to Origin and get them to follow me? <laughs> okay, you get Argent and I, by I ex- get Ar- you get Argent and by extension, extension Pharaoh. 
and it's just I were, I'm gonna kind of approach Chase. Hey, Chase, question, and just kind of tap him so he wakes up. Huh? <laughs> what? You, earlier you said something. You said I didn't realize how much things had changed. What did you mean? Because I think I have an idea. He goes because we're like it's it's all over the place. It's man, I'm really tired. Can you just go ask Lola about this? She's the one who said who told me everything. Lola, um, she's a dancer. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll go get Lola, but just a yes or no? Did she mention that we crossed dimensions or something? I just called my house and Dorian. Was we we were pushed into a parallel dimension that was as close in similarity to the one we were in before as was possible um, seconds before the entirety of our existence was annihilated in a massive atomic of uh, in a massive atomic apocalypse that literally shattered the Earth's crust. It's just a lot of big blah blah blah. Well, that was a lot more information than I got out of my brief exchange, but yeah. Great. Um, Argent, second, we might want to get the others together and get on top of this before people start trying to contact their parents. Cause Argent goes, this sounds like out, a I died really... 14 years ago. Argent just goes, this sounds like a really big deal. Uh, well, mm-hmm. seeing as I just called, tried to call my parents and find out I've been dead for 14 years, chances are a good majority of us have been dead, otherwise are unavailable. Oh. No, I guess there's an advantage to not having parents then, huh? Or, you know, the fact that says Argent. little children yeah. to deal with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, on your hands. On the other hand, we have children like Amelia that now can't go home. And that means that there's things that could be absolutely changed from our fundamental understanding of what's going on. For all we know, in this world, America could be a communist superpower that's or seeking <clears throat> world domination. At least you're not dead. Uh-huh, that would just be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's totally I unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you, mispronounced capitalism. <laughs> a, wo- a woman's voice, you hear a woman quietly grumble off to your side and goes, yeah, at least you're not dead. I'm sorry, what? Who? I- I'm actually going to turn towards the voice. What, who the fuck? <laughs> okay, uh, there is a woman sitting against the wall, knees up to her chest, um, wearing a black hoodie and a pair of pajama pla- a pair of pajama pants, no shoes. Here's an important question, because I understand her ability makes her being forgotten. Is it under forget-me-not rules, where if you look at her, you can remember everything about her in the past? Like, if you do notice her, you can remember her from your past? Or is it oh, it's, you- it's not even that her power makes you forget her. Her power just makes her undetectable. It's just that she's very easy to forget because yeah, she's, she's invisible. You never see her. You know. Okay, so we we know who Chloe is. Oh, we just sweetheart. completely missed her escaping with us. Yeah. Yeah, she's just sitting leaning against the side of the building. She's leaning against the wall outside the fenced perimeter that they've got everybody else in. It, it, just like she's just going to kind of walk up. Chloe, you you lived? She looks up at you and she goes, Oh, don't you dare give me hope. And she pulls her hood up and pulls her hood strings and disappears. Uh, uh, Argent, you saw her, right? I'm not 
officially hitting the PTSD stage where I'm hallucinating, correct? No, no, she's she's always there. She was there when we were falling, and she was there when everything was going on during the shooting okay, and everything. Yes. Mr. Perfect here can see you, so Chloe, Chloe, you are alive. You just out at us, I guess. There is no response from her. She's not even there. Okay, she's wandered she off. She is processing. Or she wandered off. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just... Did, Chloe, you don't Poor have to... Or, Chloe, if you are still around, you don't have to hide from us. We'd all be thrilled to know that, uh, that we're not alone here. But I'm going to go take care of... Or make sure everyone else is okay and at least try and spread the news. Okay. Uh, Cecil's um, just going to kind of wander off with Argent and, you know, Farrah or his royal lapdog and find other people to try and explain the situation to. Um, there is a shout of surprise. You hear somebody say, uh, Yamate, don't fucking touch me! And, um, someone goes flying out of one of those that medical like, yeah, partition yeah. booths. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> Ayane stalks out. She pulls the needle out of her arm. And she splits into five. And they proceed to grab sta- like the rods that make the partition walls and th- anything that could be used as a weapon in her immediate vicinity. Susan's so just going to kind of walk up. I'm assuming that Empath is just pure, full hostility. Oh, yeah. That's what she does best. Ayane, Ayane, calm down. They're not trying to hurt hurt us, I don't think. I hear the crying Japanese, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, so, Joey, Joey's definitely just as... Like, well, Joey, Joey runs out there. Uh, well, you're you're done with the meta. They let you out back to the rest yeah. of the people. Oh, okay. Joey, yeah, no, it's I, just one of the partition booths explodes... Uh, as this woman that Ayane has kicked in the chest and sent flying. Like, she full-on Sparta, chi- Sparta kicked this chick. Nice. I- Ayane? She slides across the floor and hits the the partition wall. That's cordoning you guys off from the rest of the group. She's just like one-handed. She's just like... Argh! Commence Roblox noises. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Joey's gonna Joey's gonna go to Ayane and just like uh speaking like speaking to her in Japanese go like Ayane please you have to calm down. I understand like I understand we're all scared, but please we are surrounded and we are in a place that we do not know or understand. Um two of them two of them Well, he's speaking Japanese, Cecil, so you don't know what he's saying. That was, that was just out of character. I don't think he's aware of that yet. Hush. Hush. Um, two of her clones turn their weapons towards you two. As uh, the central one looks at, you know, looks at you guys. And she goes, this is not the life I have consented to. I did not live through the slave rings in Beijing. For this, I did not fight my way up through the Yakuza for this. 
I did not choke my own cousin to death to save my life, to be consented to being poked and prodded by these gaijin doctors. Listen, listen, if you don't want them to test you, just say no. Go back off. Sarah, this is when you've entered the room, by the way. Is she still speaking Japanese or does she say No, she's screaming in Japanese. Sarah, this is the room you've entered into. Who am I with at the moment? Corporal Hurley has walked you in. You walk in, there's five identical Asian girls. Um, here, let me put up pictures for you because you've. this is Sarah's first time meeting any of them. Uh, there are five identical tattooed Asian women holding various improvised weapons... Uh, up warding off um, two young men. Uh, one of them is screaming in Japanese at people. Oh, you're assuming it's Japanese. You've seen a couple of episodes of anime, so I mean, it sounds similar. Um, I mean, nothing hardcore. I mean, like maybe an episode of My Hero Academia or some Dragon Ball Z, but I mean, you know. I, I love yeah, the idea know, that there's the a My Hero one. Academia in a world of literally superheroes. Dude, superhero culture is even bigger in this world because now it's not just imagination. There are literal icons. Mm-hmm. Icon, icon, uh, icon, icon. You know? Oh, Get um, back here, motherfucker. Oh, no. Oh. There we go. There it is. Okay, cool. Go home, webcam. You're Let's... drunk. Yeah, I'm not drunk. Um, so there's that. There is a uh, very squarely built uh, black kid, bulging muscles, teeth, and claws, who is literally radiating so much fear and panic that, I mean, like, he is literally just shut the fuck down. That's all there is. His, he, his he, psyche is redlined. I actually think the fact that he's as wide as he is is... The, is amazing just due to the fact that he's as wide as he is tall because he's only like five foot two, five foot three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's built like yeah, one he of those. To... He's built like one of those long rectangular refrigerators. Yeah. He. No, he's he's the fucking bitch that ate the. Uh, or he's Violet, which turned into a blueberry in the fucking Willy Wonka. Oh Violet, you're turning Violet. Violet. <laughs> yeah, that's his face. Kenny is literally the square peg that you put in the square hole. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Said right. I believe the idea is that he's says, a round peg in a round hole. I was literally about to say, said round hole is the hole he carves out of his enemies. Uh, That's right. Go, where does this man's chest go? That's right, in the square hole. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Joe, poor, poor Kenny is petrified. Sarah probably has noticed that somewhere along the lines of like, rubber necking. Like, he's just, he's fitting to break his own neck, just trying to get a fix on, like, noises. Because you can see that, like, he's trying to pinpoint where his friends are. Um, somewhere along the lines, he's probably started just quietly crying um, under, like, the fact that he's still, like, claws out, teeth, like, fangs bared, just like, he, like, it's it's not the smartest idea to try and touch him. Yes, um, there is um, a 12-year-old girl clinging to the fence partition, like she is afraid that if she lets go, she will fly off the planet. Do you actually uh, what? Yeah, but Sarah doesn't know that. 
Um, (laughs) There is this gorgeous golden retriever um, golden retriever boy who is head empty. No thoughts. Argent, you sweet, sweet boy. Not a single thought. Argent, I I feel bad that his first response to, oh, well, all of our parents might think we're dead. It was, oh, I guess it's good that I don't have parents. Oh, you sweet child. You're not even upset by that statement. You're it's just the trauma, you're taking baby. it in stride. It's not even trauma. It's just literally he's such a golden retriever. He doesn't notice. He doesn't yep. realize he should be sad. Um, there is uh, at first what appears to be a cat boy, but is instead just a boy with perpetual bed hair um, curled up asleep in a blanket. Aww. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere you're not sure where there is a uh, somebody uh, is just absolutely hopeless because she's dead and she's just going to be stuck here following these people everywhere because that is what the afterlife is for her like I am dead and I'm just going to follow these people around and be ignored in death like I was in life this is amazing I would take my own life if I had a life to take Nice. Oh, no. The NUI. Uh, if I only had a life. sweetheart. Um, there is this young man standing by the golden retriever, and every time one of the military personnel or soldiers looks at him, he immediately becomes defensive and adjusts body posture to put himself between uh, them and the golden retriever boy. Fair enough. He's a good friend. Um, good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's this one who is standing off to uh, the side by the by the chick holding weapons, and you can tell from his surface radiance he's like, "Oh God, please somebody throw a punch! I need this to turn into a fight so bad," because fighting is comfortable for him. You know, this not not being in a fight, not being in a state of aggression, not being in a conflict means he's not in control of things, and that makes him up. That makes him nervous. The idea of ASMR is just an Irish bar fight, an Irish bar fight. Yeah, just yelling, glass breaking. Yep. I mean, just there, snagging the bug, a rug, just like. Mm. And then off to the side of all this, just watching with the most passionless expression uh, to all this just going on like she's just sitting there watching all this shit and and literally she's just like everything about her is just she you remember daria yeah oh my yeah, God. yeah 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 literally like oh, you know like literally icon. that is the vibe she is sitting there in a uh, she's sitting there in a in a button up in what should in what would be a men's button up shirt like three sizes too big so it's night shirt length and not a fucking thing else just on a chair off to the oh. side smoking something and just watching all this shit go on around her and like with the lack of any with the lack of attachment she feels to everything that's going on in front of her it's like you know why are you here you know like that's what she's thinking no, that's the vibe. That is, or that yeah. is the vibe. Like, why mm-hmm. are you? Yeah, 
Like, Everybody else here is part of this keyed up emotional state. The right. soldiers are like, what the fuck's going on? The DHI people are like this ranking battle between curiosity and paranoia. Also, um, the, the kids are oh, the kids are all keyed up. The kids are all keyed up. And then there's her just sitting there and watching this shit like she's watching a boring TV show. Mm-hmm. What time was it when I got the phone call? Uh, like six o'clock in the evening. Okay. So it is about 7.30 now. Okay. Uh, um, so Sarah is currently wearing a pair of sweatpants. Um... Socks with slides. Oh, and fantastic. Shut no. up. Oh, no. They were this no. Oh, my God. No. She came up from her apartment. Dude, no well, judge. Those are dope. Mouth, dude. No, yeah. Izzy was like, ugh. Please. Wow. Izzy. And, um... We know he's a... saucy. We know he's bitter for other reasons. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Then <laughs> got it immediately. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, and I, I take it nobody uh, initiates any aggressive actions towards our party, yes? <laughs> The soldiers, to... the soldiers are postured like you know they're like at any moment they're ready mm-hmm. to jump in through this shitty little border that's dividing them from you guys. Okay, um, I will. I will stand between the group and them. She's gone full Japanese. You take care of her. I'm gonna check on Kenny. Fracture smiles at you, Brock, and he sidles up next to you, and he goes, I could take half, you could take half. Yeah. Yeah. On a bad day, um, and it's been a bad day. Yeah. Don't start a fight with anybody. I mean, um, I'm waiting for them to do so. Yeah, that's right. Room. <clears throat> it is about a football field from end to end. Okay, so what can... So, when I walk in, I can see everybody, but... I not not like Brock and them like behind the. No, the partition is like three feet tall. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Yeah, the partition it's right. it's not a full wall. It's just like a, it's like a don't cross the velvet rope. It's like yeah, it's mm-hmm. like those uh, fences that you see at like parades. Yeah, they they yeah, basically so cordoned right. off this like hundred foot to designate it. Basically, yeah, they've they've like cordoned off like this. Here like this hundred foot square area where all this shit's going on. The rest of this, this is an air force base. So there's like jets and equipment that have been moved down to the far side and there's soldiers all over the place. And you can feel the tension rising. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's, yeah. Um, so yeah, other than that, she's just wearing a tank top and a random ass cardigan. Um, so okay, very... as you're standing there watching this, um, uh, fucking um, Hurley leads down and he goes, Good luck. And then just walks out of the hangar. <laughs> That's fine. <coughs> I didn't want him here, anyways. That, that bitch got ick energy. You do. So, um, I, just, I say that specifically because she, I feel like, stands out from the people who are more like military and. Official, like, like they've got lab coats on and stuff. Like, Sarah looks like she just got dragged out of her living room at 7 p.m. Yeah, no, you're dressed similarly to the kids. 
You're dressed similar yes. to the kids. Which, by the way, as you look over them, you realize that these are all teenagers. The ages here are 12 to 18. Well, that is kind of her wheelhouse. So, um, Sarah's going to look at the situation, assess the situation, and realize that the uh, biggest potential issue is going to be a multiple weapons girl. Um, how far away am I from her? Uh, 50 feet, give or take. Okay. If it also helps, she's trying, like, there's also a tall, tall gentleman trying to talk her down, speaking back to her in Japanese. Yeah, he is, uh, he is clearly is... attempting to chill the situation. He's just wandered off to try and calm down Kenny, just kind of talking to him in a soft voice. You, yeah, you I'll, let the, not... I'll let the people with the cooler heads handle that. Uh, I'm making sure they have the space to do that. <laughs> that is that yep. is the mood you're getting from Brock. Yeah, and from the guy next to him. Well, the guy next to him is half that and half God. Please, somebody start. Like, come play. on, do something. Yeah, yeah somebody, <laughs> please. Swing! Come on, swing! 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 No, like, <laughs> what you get off of Brock is like, these are my people, and you're going to let them deal with it. And if you, you try to interject, he's going to stop you. Yeah, is he- um, yeah, just for Cecil, Kenny, you met Kenny, and Kenny immediately took a swipe at you, because he, 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 all he can smell is salt water. Right. And, he- and no, machine it- oil, and sweat, oh. and gunpowder, and, <laughs> and um, asphalt, jet fuel. Okay. And, um, kind of standing right outside of his reach, going, Kenny, Kenny, it's... <clears throat> Calm down. Listen to me. Kenny. Um, so, um, how is the guy, or the kid, actually, speaking Japanese, feeling? Does he have calm emotions at the moment, or not at all? He has calm emotions, Nobody but he is... Calm. No, he has a level of calm, but he is very concerned that she is going to start a fight and get someone, her or someone else hurt. Yes. You would okay. think... Yes. Um, uh, Which, by the way, as you're uh, as you're doing this, um, someone you're kind of you know you're zoned out, focusing on this. Somebody walks up to your side and goes, "So you're the specialist." Um, Sarah is who? Who's yelling at me? Uh, as you turn to look at him, kind of surprised because he's like, "Wow, <coughs> no chill." Oh God! Of course, he has no chill. Um, you saw this guy's. <clears throat> you saw this guy's picture up on the wall at the DHI office. This is the current head of the DHI, Major General William Enoch. He is career military. Started as a grunt, fought his way up. You know, this guy is military. You know. Oh, isn't he like <clears throat> or something along those lines? We I think we've had we've I don't know if we've had interactions with him or not though. I feel like there is one. No, that was, um, <coughs> this that guy was is super, it was like super this, anti-hero. This guy out of out of character, he is super anti-hero. But nobody here right. knows that. Right, but, right, right. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody else that might be okay, I guess. Yes. Hurley yeah, Hurley no, um, is very anti-hero, um, anti-super yeah. as well. So, uh, he is he's looking at you and he goes, "Not exactly what I consider a uniform." Uh, Sarah's going to make a, uh, snap decision. 
Oh no. And um <laughs> the last time she did that it dove his head in. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stove his head in with emotional damage. <laughs> Take all of the anger and the fear from these teenagers and give it to him. Um, oh no! So before that, that sound like a good responds, idea. yes, Sarah is going to try to project some. She's going to project not calmness, but safety and familiarity onto the woman who has many weapons. All right, roll your uh, roll your effectiveness dice. You mean the many women? You mean the many weapons? The many women that have weapons. Yes. Okay. Oh. It sounded better in my head. Sorry. It's okay. To infinity and beyond. I don't know where the fuck that came from. To infinity and either. your mom. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like oh, something yes. uh, okay. gravy so was... would say. Hell yeah, I love gravy. Ah! <coughs> I just introduced him to Young Gravy today. Yeah, I love Young Gravy so much. Gravy. That guy is so dope. Yeah, is, his, his entire just vibe. Keep, yeah, I, I just thought vibe is just what I enjoy. I, 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 whenever I think of him, the song lyric that pops into my head, and I always chuckle about it, is I went to the store just to get a little milk, and I came home with a chocolate colored milk. <laughs> yes. 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 And then I saw my dentist. Yep. Um, and uh, and just because I have to uh, inflict pain on Jordan. Why? What did I do? This is this is a two-pound bag of atomic warheads. The extra sours. Oh my goodness! Can you hear that? It's my mouth salivating. I know. I went to the grocery store and they were selling them in bulk, so I was like, "Bag." Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. Anyways, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat as Jordan. That's nasty. Mm. But it's not <coughs> Sours, baby. Say what? I got a 55. Okay. Um, she starts to... They, they, they start to lower their weapons. Um, um, the, the duplicates go... They kind of flicker and blink out. And their weapons clatter to the floor. And she just looks at... And she looks at Joey. And uh, she says in Japanese, she says, I will trust you for now. But if I am wrong and they raise a hand, I w- the first weapon I draw will be your spine. Yes. Yeah. Ayane, just like, well, <laughs> hold on. Ayane. Uh... And I know, jo- like I know, Joey has like a bit of a Joey's got a bit of a country accent when it comes to Japanese, but all of a sudden it's just it's come out as very like as very formal and say, "I swear on all, like I swear on all of my teachings and my family name. If they touch you, you have my blade." Uh. 
she gives you, as she looks at you for a long second, and slowly nods, and she, the situation is de-escalated, she goes over to sit down. Okay. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, like, and so if you can see, like, if you can see Joey's emotional state, it's just, <laughs> just the immediate, oh, thank God. And it's like, oh, wait, no, my own feelings. Shit. Just like, just, uh, no, because he's got, he's got, uh, it doesn't work the same way, but he's got mental willpower. He's good. He's just. No, no, it's the mental willpower is for resisting. You have no reason to attempt to resist right now. Okay, good. Just but but still just Um Yeah. So then in response, uh Sarah's gonna kinda um look at the room and then address the very loud man next to her. Okay. You turn around and he goes, Nicely done. Oh, um, I'm, I'm assuming I was called in for my expertise in counseling high schoolers as well. Don't be, he goes, don't bullshit a bullshitter. I've read your file. I saw what you, I saw, he goes, you made, you looked over there, the situation changed. That's good use of power. Good, good to see it used for something function. He goes, good to see it use. good to see powers useful for a change. Instead of people just robbing banks and breaking shit and killing people. Most of the experiences I've had with the people who use their superpowers are pretty useful. Most of the experience I've had with people with superpowers is watching people who can tear through concrete buildings like phone books, ripping young men in half, taking swaths of bullets and burning people to the ground so they never see their families again. You have a very privileged position of what you've seen thus far, and that's good. If we can figure out how to make more people's experiences like that, I'll call it a win. But for now, I'm just glad to see that you're in here and you've got a hand on the situation. I expect a debrief after you've had a chance to sit down with the students. Or to, to sit down with these individuals. Okay. Um, sorry, good. I didn't he's, he, <laughs> like, okay, he's just and good, Eddie. <laughs> so he hates superpowers and he also doesn't quite respect women? Maybe. Or just respect people. No, I else. think that's just how he would act with anybody. Mm, that <laughs> doesn't make it better. This guy is literally <laughs> a major general. This guy's literally a major general. There are five people in the military with a rank higher than him. And I don't mean like locally. I mean in the entire military industrial complex. Oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. <clears throat> you know, one of those people, like the president walks into the room. And he goes, sir, I'm having a conversation. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's got big britches and, like, for a reason, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is he? I mean, this is... <coughs> um, just as a quick thing, Cecil has his hands full. Kenny's not getting better. He's actually getting worse. Oh. Great. So... Uh-oh, I feel like Dad's about to text me and scold me. No. Uh, okay. I'm just putting more sour in my face. Yeah, maybe. Cesar's <laughs> so, so just kind of over there trying his best to dodge Kenny's claws. And just... Oh, screw it. Argent, I need a hand. 
Um, how far away is Kenny and, and, and Cecil from me? 20 feet. Okay. Um, Sarah will walk up next to where Cecil is. Um, and will introduce herself specifically to Cecil and say, Hi, my name is Sarah. Um, I was brought here because I heard about all this stuff that happened and we don't really understand what happened, but I, I'm good with people and they wanted me to come and help out. So is, is are, are they okay? Cecil's gonna look up at her. Are still trying to duck and weave fucking things, swipes? Yeah. Oz or Evans. Oh no. Oh god. Evans. Attention oh. diverted. Oh. oh, roll Kenny's strength. See, I don't oh. Know. oh no. Um. What's Kenny's? Well, okay. What's? Oh, the, did you did you roll big? Yeah, he rolled a six. Okay, as. Yep. So eight, eight times six. six. Forty-eight. Don't you have to do it? Don't you have to roll a dice? Okay. Um, uh, he yeah. looks so. Rolled a six and then rolled it two, so eight. Yeah. So oh, so oh, um, eight. um, the moment Cecil looks away and goes to talk, um, Kenny goes whack and like forty-eight points of damage. Cecil spins and hits floor. Oh, <laughs> like, do we all just yeah, sure. a little push through on the way out? Yes, he does. Is Brock Rockford impressed by the spiral? A good spiral, man. <laughs> Fracture. Yeah. The other, the other guy goes, "Oh, oh, that was so good. Solid chin music right there." Uh, for, for Sarah's benefit, Ooh, that brother spinning through the <laughs> air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, somebody knocked the white boy in the air. <laughs> Is Cecil still conscious? Yeah, Cecil's conscious, but that was like, what, half your hit points? Uh, that's what I'm checking now, because I actually didn't see document open. Oh, um, no, think- were you saying for Sarah's benefit? Uh, his, or there's a range of emotions that suddenly hit you. First, minor annoyance whenever you walk up, because it's one of those... Can't you see I have my fucking hands full? Mm-hmm. And then it's the sudden shock as he feels Kenny's claw dig into his stomach. And then just the fuck as he hits the floor. <laughs> uh, as he kind of tries to stand and brush his feet off. He does not claw your stomach. Or hits, whatever. <laughs> no, you get you basically got sure you can by, by, by Beast Boy here. Yeah. Oh. No, as he feels the contact, it's just the sudden shock and then the fuck at the end. Before he looks up at Art Argent, can you pin him? He's not calming down now. Um, Argent yeah. goes, he might not like that. That's true. Before you do that. Yes, Izzy. I was literally about to say, how close is Sarah? Oh, like that. She's right I'm next not, to... I'm, I'm outside of swiping range. I'm not walking inside of your swiping range. You don't need to be I in my to, swiping range. I Look at my strength and depth. I hate to inform you that if you stood next to Cecil to talk to him, and no, Kenny just like, hit Cecil, like, you are like hitting. behind Cecil. Like, I'm not walking up into, like, where I also have to dodge. I'm just walking close enough to talk to you. 
I'm the. I think what immediate. I think what actually happened, just to excuse the fact that, well, not excuse because Kenny's not in control right now, which is not okay. I think he heard someone, a stranger's voice, smelled someone who he doesn't recognize, and actually meant to swipe at Sarah. Cecil was just in the way. Okay. Yeah, no, so, Kenny so Cecil, would be pissed if he found out he hit Cecil. <laughs> no, yeah, Kenny's going to beat him the shit out of himself for that for weeks. But, like, Cecil gets out of the way, Kenny realizes he misses, and then you kind of... Because Sarah, has, you probably haven't noticed in Kenny's eyes yet, have you? Probably. No. Okay. Oh, no? I would say not until Kenny turns towards her, because his features are also distorted by the beast mode. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So, like, as soon as he points his head in Sarah's direction, you notice that it's very obvious that he's at least the next best thing to blind. His eyes are completely whited out, and there is, like, acid scarring, like, around them. Um, so you put two and two together that not only is this kid probably terrified, he also can't see what's happening around. Okay, uh, so... Counselor. I yep. gesture in your general direction. I, I'll keep him busy. Do your thing. Oh. Uh, I would Sarah oh. is gonna um, look at Kenny and uh, give Kenny the mental equivalent of a weighted blanket. Um, this is an axe. So bitch. just like some like oh, I'm get my not 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 like heavy like like you're like drunk like. No, 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 like, reassuring pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have autistic kids. I know how that goes. Um, So, yeah, so just that kind of, like, like, like a big old exhale of extra. Okay, roll your dice. And don't forget to deduct your skill points as you're doing this. Oh, yeah. At all, that what just went down, these is the one that got boxed in the face, and that's horrible. Yep. <sighs> Everyone that was getting ready to start shit, and Cecil's the one that, or that took <laughs> yeah. it in. Yeah. Everyone who was getting oh, ready really. to start shit, and Kenny's the one who started it. <laughs> yeah, good job, really Kenny. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the worst part is, Ken, Kenny's gonna be this. No, yeah, Kenny's gonna be this. Kenny find out he hit Cecil. You got what? 40. 40. Okay. Um... I want you to roll Kenny's wits. Me? Yep. Okay. I want to Four. see if this permeates. Uh, okay. Um, Kenny, um, amidst the panic and everything, you feel like like you feel like, like just gave you a hug. A co- no. No, you feel like, just like like you can feel like there's calmness is like trying to get through to you. Like you ever have a panic attack and you start trying to logic yourself out of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. Okay. You know, so you can feel it on the outside trying to get in, but mm-hmm. its effect is dampened by the fact that you are. You know, being in a yeah. strange environment, purged through chaos, being blind to a good portion of it, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, and, like, Kenny has only been catching snippets and pieces due to the fact that he has been panicking since you guys fell in the water. So he still doesn't have the full picture of where we are. Can, yeah. um, is, uh, 
are Joey and Ayana like I'm assuming Joey and Ayana are relatively close to um to where all this is happening, right? Oh we're no. not. No. Okay then. Um no, we do see Cecil flying in the air, right? Mm-hmm. People no, no, in the no. next county over probably went did somebody just fucking set something up with that. Sarah will talk in response to this unless Cecil was just gonna say or do something. Oh. Cecil's no, on the floor. Just, He's just had his bell rung. He's That's fair. You know. I just didn't know yeah. if, if if it wanted to do something. So No, this is uh, Sarah's time. Okay. You it's know time it's their time up there, it's our time down here, and it's Sarah's time in game. So cool. Great reference. Great reference. <laughs> that, was... that was solid as shit. Um so Sarah is going to Follow that up with actually talking to Kenny. Okay. Um, and she's gonna say, uh, "Kenny, this is all coming through in the like the panic and the comfort kind of on the outside trying to get his way through, and then there's this honeyed voice that radiates that that attempt at calm feeling, you know." Like, like somebody is somebody. What, what, what Sarah is about to say comes to you in kind of this like somebody who is like the sense of her compassion for your well being is genuine. Is mm-hmm. projected as genuine. So, um, and she is. Um, I'm, I'm gonna kind of like sit on my heels a little bit so that my voice is coming from the same level that he's at. Okay. Um, and Sarah's gonna say, My name's Sarah. I know you don't know me. And I know you are probably really scared right now. And you don't know what's going on. I was just brought here too from my living room. And I'm also not really sure what's going on. Oh, from her living room. We were dragged away from our beds and watched our friends be murdered. Shut up, Cecil. She don't know that! Um... That was absolutely shit sass, not Cecil sass. That wasn't high ground enough to be Cecil sass. That's fair. What I do know is that I see a lot of people around here trying to help you. And they came from the same place you did. Your friends are here. People who you care about are here. And the rest of us want to help you. I don't know what happened to you. And if you want to talk about it or tell me, you can. But if you don't, that's okay too. All we want is to figure this out. I'm not going to let anybody hurt you. And it doesn't seem like any of your friends are going to let that happen either. So if it's okay with you, if you can try to calm your body down, even if your mind doesn't come with it, start there. And then we can figure out where we go from here. All I need, all I want, 
is for you to feel and be safe. And as she's talking, she's going to switch tactics a little bit and try to take some of the fear and the loneliness away instead of adding more. Okay. Um, for the benefit of those around the rest of the uh, students here, as this woman is talking, you can literally feel the calm and the the genuine concern and compassion kind of radiating off in waves. She's a sweetie. Oh, yeah, baby. Five more minutes, Dorian. That's what I did last time. Did you not notice? No! Oh, well, there you That's go. That's the loose, baby! I drink well. That's why I only got a 40, like here. This is I got a 40 again. Okay. Um, you're, uh, you're, you're, the panic is, uh, subdued in a lot of places. You're, you're, you're amidst the, the more astringent smells and mechanical sounds. You can hear. Brock, um, you can hear a fracture. Um, go ahead. Come on, fucking do it, do it, swing, take a shot, motherfucker, bring it. Do it, do it. There he is. Swing, swing, come on, we're gonna swing, swing, swing. Um, yeah, you can smell, you can smell the same, you can smell the aftershave Cecil uses all the time. It, Stupid fucking 120, you know, yeah, Tommy, Tommy Valito, uh, preppy, uh, champ, you know, uh, aftershave that he uses. It's like two hundred dollars a bottle. Really need because he's not like Kenny he didn't understand that. Beard. Kenny didn't understand that. He's just like even without my powers, I grow a better beard than he does, and he's got three years on me. Um, <laughs> um, or just the Cecil keeps a bit that well shaved. I feel like Dorian is the kind of person that's like, a good man is a clean-shaved man. Yeah, Beards and Kenny's... Beards are for bikers and hobos. Bullshit. Yeah, and Kenny over here is just like, yeah, 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 whatever, pretty boy, you know. I wish you fancy. Um, but, uh, I'm going to assume that Kenny is subdued? Question mark? I don't know. Do you feel that this is enough? Do you feel, you know, is this enough of a connection to bring you back to your people? Because I took some of the yeah. panic, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you said, but it's up to you what your character does. Um, yep. You kind of watch as Kenny's cackles start to lower. Um, some of the hair starts to recede. The claws are starting to turn back into, like, fingernails. The fangs are kind of going away. Um, and then very, very quietly, he kind of, like, asks no one in particular. Um, he just kind of goes... Where's Peter? I knew that was what you were going to say, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it safe to say Cecil's gotten up by now? Um, Maybe not gotten up, but, you know, you're, you're, um, your head's on straight. Can Sarah tell... He's, he's, like, sitting up, just holding his what, head. Like, hold on. Damn, that hurts. <laughs> hold on. Before Cecil says anything, <laughs> um, 
can Sarah tell what Malcolm's emotions are connected to that specific? You thing? mean you mean Kenny? You mean Kenny? Kenny, what did I say? Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> I mean, Malcolm's okay, so. Malcolm's emotions are currently deeply embroiled in an episode of How It's Made, and his eighth bowl of crawdad jambalaya. So that's good. Yeah, okay. So that's so, how they make plungers. What, <laughs> what emotions are attached to the name Peter for Kenny? Uh, when he says, "Where's Peter?" You immediately sense a twang of sadness from everybody in earshot. And huh. Kenny specifically, the answer to this question is fair. He needs, uh, he needs Peter to be okay. Sarah is going to specifically look at Cecil and very clearly say, do not say anything. Like, without using her words. <laughs> Wait, like, use we'll, that body we'll, language because okay. Kenny can't see shit. I will do this. She will look at Cecil. Good thing. And don't forget body language. All right, Ursula. Thank you. (laughs) And then turn to Kenny. Turn back to Kenny and say, I don't know, but I will absolutely help you find out if you would like. I don't know who Peter is. I don't know anybody in this room. We will figure it out together, okay? Kenny just kind of gives you a quick, just a very, very quiet nod. And then you kind of watch his eyes fly open and goes, did I hit you? (laughs) Yes, Kit. Just because I'm trying to remember, wasn't it Kenny last episode that looked at Shalimar and went, Peter's a real hero? Yes. Or was that Brock? I feel like that was Kenny, though. That was Kenny. Kenny. (laughs) That was Kenny. Mm. Sounds okay. Yeah, so it was. Mm-hmm. It was Kenny. You said what? You said what's he doing? And Brock said he's trying to save all of us. Oh fuck! That's my bad. Shit! I forgot about that entire thing. Yeah, yeah that was the mm. second time the Chalamar kind of showed that he's scene. not a dick. Yeah. As as defense of the scene, Kenny might have drawn a trauma block. Yeah. Kenny might have yeah, shot but, it out. Yeah. No, but that was that. I will admit that was Izzy forgetting what happened, not Kenny. Um, if you could, you can just play it as Kenny also forgetting. Okay, cool. Thank you for reminding yeah, that's, me. That's what I'm saying. You could trauma block it, but like Kenny did reference what happened to Peter. Yeah, okay, cool. I got it. I know what I, I know what Kenny's about to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Sarah's gonna ask. Would it be okay if you tell me your name? Hey, Kenny. You do, you can tell he's trying to like point his head in the direction of your face. He can't quite manage it. Um, in the background, you guys hear, "Oh no, funk!" <laughs> then you hear Amelia go, "I'm okay." See, <laughs> has officially been distracted, just like, "Oh fuck, Amelia." Okay, what happened? <laughs> Um, Sarah is. Sarah is gonna tentatively reach a hand, palm up towards Kenny, and say, 
I'm reaching my hand out. If you would like to, you can see where I am. Or feel where I am. Kind of very, like, much like kind well, of... she will, once he, like, kind of goes out, she will put her hand underneath his. And, like, make that connection. On a scale of 1 to 10, how aggressive is the hand size difference? Uh, her hand is very small, but it is soft and warm like a mother's. Um, Kenny is a Sarah? mama's boy, so that's a thing for him. Yeah, no. Sarah is 5'3". I think you have an inch on Kenny. <laughs> I think you have a... I think Sarah might be shorter than most of the teenagers in the room. Well, yeah. Probably. No, yeah. yes, because two of you built seven-footers. <laughs> Listen... To be fair, one of those seven footers was an NPC. No, Brock's seven foot. That's right. No, Brock's like six something. Uh, He's like, no, Brock Rockford doesn't need to be outlandishly tall to be the biggest man in the room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And when you look at Brock with your your impasse senses, you're like blinded by ego. It is like massive. (laughs) My eyes! Sarah's just like, "Mm, not going to touch that one. He's good. He's fine. Except for Kenny. Yeah, mental trauma just kind of bounces off the power of his ego. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so much. Uh, Rock Jesus. fucking Rockford. Oh, yep. Sarah. <laughs> after kind of like having his hand. Do you want to stand and we can go find your friends? Okay. So Sarah will kind of like grip his hand and help him stand up. And how tall is. You said it was like one inch. Five, okay, cool. Yeah, five two. Um, five foot two. So then, um, I'm assuming the closest one is Cecil up yet? Uh, Cecil has wandered off. He's trying to help the twelve year old off the ceiling. Oh. Oh, that was the bag. It was her hitting the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, so who would the closest of the kids be? Brock Rockford. Yeah. Okay. Brock fucking Rock. Um, <laughs> so idea. Sarah will go with Kenny over towards where Brock is. Uh, okay, take and... take yourself an opportunity to describe uh, probably the only guy in the room in a super suit. Yeah, no, he is he is literally in a super suit. Um, I have posted I like the image multiple that times. Now. Yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. No, I yeah, the, the phrase all. Of, the phrase "all American" does not even come close. Yeah, yeah, uh, very much blue-eyed, brown-haired, that kind of thing. Um, he he stands with very upright posture. Uh, once again, the ego is blinding. It's almost hard to discern his features to you. I guess you could say. Um, well, I like the snap on that upper cup, Kenny. Good job. Who did I hit? Oh, it was Cecil. You got him pretty good, but he's all right. Yeah, spot on, man. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, hey, Fracture. Are you guys both okay? Yeah, we're oh, good. Yeah. We're good. We're just keeping oh, you... the riffraff off you guys. While oh, you yeah, guys you know me, man. Where's, where's riff, 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 riffraff? Like yeah, government agents from, uh... and whatnot? It's a bunch of posers saying, and I... Wait a minute, did I just commit assault on somebody in front of No, no, you people? didn't. Nobody was looking. It's fine. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking. <laughs> it's not fine. It's there, fine. There, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Of, of like fucking privates in the corner, just talking about or about how high the teenager just flew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sarah will introduce herself to Brock and to um what fracture. fracture. We all call him fracture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's William Kildare. Nice to meet the both of you. Um, I'm sorry for these odd circumstances. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, and it seems like neither do you. Um, not much anything. Not beyond us being portaled out of uh, out of a very high height. It, have I gotten Emily off the roof? Were you all yeah. together? When uh, yes. Yeah. Had, yeah. You have you have helped her climb down. Okay, so Artisa kind of walked over, holding her hand. Actually, Brock, I kind of need to talk to everyone about that. I think Lola and we might have some news. Do you think you can call everyone over? We're meeting, guys. Everyone's like, oh, Brock's talking! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, um, it just, I assume Brock shouts over the general drum of of the noise. Yeah. Brock Dude, Brock Rockford is team leader. Come on. <laughs> no, he's class rep. We all decided. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, class pres, Yeah, that's the, um, as soon as Sarah asked the question, "Were you all together?" You watch Kenny's eyes widen again, and it literally you watch like twelve stages of grief go through his face. He goes, "The school's gone." Oh yeah. Uh. And then you just see his shoulders kind of slump forwards, and he starts to kind of sink towards the floor, and he goes, He's still kind of just past the shoulder. I'm sorry, Kenny. Nobody made sure that... I'd like to issue a small hope that maybe Paradox opened the portal beforehand, and... Peter fell through and just hasn't been recovered yet. But it doesn't look like it right now. What happened to you guys? That's actually what I wanted to mention to everybody. Um, I attempted to call home and I think Chase mentioned Lola knows something about this. Lola, correct me if I'm wrong. I think whenever Paradox opened the portal, we weren't sent just to New York. We're in a different timeline. We were moved dimensionally. This isn't home. None of us belong here. Uh, Lola, the one he's talking to, is standing there. She has a, a cigarette smoldering in one hand. She goes, Oh, you're not, you're not wrong. I tried to warn everybody, but... Um, yeah, we're... Um, Celine... Um, bumped us over to the next closest um, multiversal plane. The one that was most similar to the one we were on. Because I guess she figured it would give us the best chance of acclimating. Either that or, you know, maybe everything here is going to get wiped out in a nuclear holocaust and we're supposed to figure out how to stop it. God, I hope not. I don't have that energy right now. I am out of spoons. I'm going to go with agreeing with the first option. Whenever I called home, 
a series of oddities. Um, A, Dorian's alive, here, but I'm not. Speaking to Dorian, I apparently died 14 years ago in this world, and I assume that the same can be said for the majority of us. Our counterparts here didn't survive whatever events occurred in our lives. And so this is a world we can acclimate into with work. But that raises the question of each person that has to decide if it's worth going back to your families or not. There's no family to go back to, um, Cecil. What part of nuclear holocaust do you not understand? He, he's saying that more so in a reference of trying to contact their families from this world. But she just says that. That's her response to that. She goes, everything we knew is gone. Not back to, obviously, our families. We can't do that. I meant contacting our family, or the families for our counterparts. For instance, I know that both my father, mother, and Dorian are still alive and still run in pharmaceuticals. Just in this world, something's changed, and I wasn't part of that. I can assume that maybe, I mean, hell, some of us could have been born as girls in this world and didn't grow up with meta abilities. That is oddly specific. Um, Kenny takes a second for Cecil and Sarah, for Cecil and Sarah's benefit, the panic is starting to spike He's again. Like, and, and Kenny 100% just goes... I'm not going to see my mama. I can't go home. It's not, not necessarily true, it's just going home might be more work than just catching a bus ride to our houses. From the way you said it, home isn't there anymore, and in this world, my mama doesn't know me. That is unfortunately how it's going to be. And I personally feel like this is one of those rip a band-aid off before any of us go home and cause more undue trauma. We should be prepared for that reality. We all just survived a holocaust. Our school was destroyed, our friends and families murdered in our eyes. We don't need to set ourselves off by going into this unprepared. Argent puts his hand on Kenny's shoulder. He goes, if it helps, Kenny, see, Ken and I don't have moms either. Argent, no. Argent, no. Sweet <laughs> summer child. I mean, that is... He turns out great. That, that, yeah. that was an out loud for Cecil. Just, Argent, no. That, oh. <laughs> Just that, 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 I'm done with it. For Sarah's benefit, there's a our wave of just, oh my fucking god. Ar- Argent, Argent, immediately, <laughs> Argent is immediately, like seeing Re- Cecil's response, Argent immediately feels embarrassed and takes his hand off Kenny's shoulder and shrinks back a little bit. Which immediately evokes the response in Saken that he wants to laser beam eye Cecil, but he doesn't. Aww. <laughs> yeah, as is, yeah, yeah, as yeah. is custom. This, this, um, this doesn't seem like it's an uncommon occurrence. This is just, like, another day for them. Mm-hmm. Cecil's accidentally an ass and makes someone feel bad, and then it's like, mm, fine, I guess. Um, so, <laughs> Kenny, as I said before, it, it was less a panic moment, and then when Cecil confirmed what Kenny was afraid of, the level of deflation... Mm-hmm. And just like it, the 
despair. And just like, well, I guess that's it. Um, I personally feel like I'm that it would be worth it to scout out our families and find out who can return there. To at least find out what differences occurred and figure out what who feels like it's worth trying to get into their families again. Otherwise, finding refuge might be our first priority, because I don't think we want to stay stick around with the government very long. I can know for a fact Second and Arjun don't want to. Where are we? It smells like gasoline. Um, this world New York City. Well, we fell into this world New York City. We were taken to an airbase. I'm not quite sure where. Smells, Kenny, like 100%. With, like, no malice. It's not him trying to make a joke. He's just stating what he's feeling and observing. He's just like, it smells awful in here. Yeah, they don't seem to have great hygiene. Yeah, and, Which like, you need to remember. You need your, and Kenny, like, turns in the direction of Cecil's voice, and he just kind of goes, yeah, you need to remember. Like, my nose. It's, it's not good. <laughs> uh, Sarah the wonderful. Is going... Go ahead, Sarah. Um, Sarah is gonna look at the kids, not really being able to say anything before that, because holy fucking shit, what do you say to that? Um, are there any of the government officials around at the moment, like specifically next to us? No, just military individuals. Just kind of walking around, you know, kind of moving around, watching the sideshow. Okay. Um, Sarah's going to speak to the group and say, I want to be honest with all of you guys. Lola goes, hold on a second, everyone should be here. She reaches up into the air over to the side and yanks her her hand down and... um, uh, another girl pops into existence as her hood gets yanked off, and she goes, "Ah!" And she looks around, and Lola goes, "I couldn't do that if you weren't alive." Knock off the Wednesday Adams and pay attention. <laughs> Cecil just kind of has a wave of "Thank you, I tried that already." <laughs> Sarah's gonna like try calming her down. look at this new girl and just say, "Oh, hi, I'm Sarah." Chloe. Nice to meet you. Um, I was just telling everybody that um, nobody else here really knows what happened either. And they're all very concerned with making sure that you are safe and making sure that everybody else other than you is safe. Um, I don't know what they've asked you already. I don't know what they've taken from you already. Thus far, they've just tried to register us. But if they want what happened, that's an easy story. Well, they did say that they wanted to try and get you guys registered. Uh, It sounds like you guys come from a different place. Registered? No. It's the 5 
Well, <laughs> I <laughs> really oh, oh, well. Oh, Sarah said yeah. they're coming for. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, that was on my end, guys. I'll go sit down my window. I'm sorry. It's okay. What I can tell you about where you are is pretty much the same thing. You were in a Air Force base that has been commandeered as this sort of base for this uh, in New York. Um, it's uncomfortable as shit. Catnap yeah. walks over, is all ruffling his head. He goes, There's nowhere to lay down here. Well, hopefully they'll let you go soon. I don't know where they're going to have you stay. Um, but I, I just want to let you guys know. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Um, you're free to, but you do still have rights. And if you're uncomfortable with anything, speak up. Just they because they're government us. officials doesn't mean that they can walk away. They, they asked us if... Sorry. Uh, they asked if, uh, if we were meta and that we had abilities. Should we have been truthful with them? I would say that that's up to your discretion. I think that people's meta-abilities are extraordinarily personal. But there is a very large debate over whether or not people with these abilities should be registered with the government. But it is not mandatory. Just just for my elucidation, was that a, was it similar in our universe? Or was um, it like yeah. a more like fairly open thing? Um, no, they were pretty militant about um, registration where you came from. Okay. Yeah. Generally speaking, they want you to. Um, I'm registered, um, but I had to do that for my job. Um, you don't have to. It might be able to help them. Um, as far as information about you and your families, I do genuinely think they want to help you find them. And I don't want to make you know. <laughs> So, anyone that is willing to register it. And I know you guys have been here a lot. That I'm so sorry. My mama moved us so we didn't have to register. I ain't gonna start now. Uh, Catnab just chuckles and he goes, "I put the doctor to sleep when he started asking questions." I could <laughs> refrain from doing things like that, at least for the time. I'll deal with the registration from, once from I, I can tell, contact my family again. They can't force you to do anything. And it looks like most of you are minors. So that can get really sticky, legally speaking. 
They can't force you to do anything. I mean, technically we're not citizens of this place, so our legal standing is pretty gray in the first place. There is that. As far as the United States is aware, most of us either are dead and don't have rights or don't exist here and don't have rights. Which is a disconcerting thought. It just depends on if they look at it that way. At most, we might be that covered under... really good point. Hey, I'm Ben, random sure. question, just to, make a, or just to make a reference. What would our world's con- our comparison of the Geneva Convention be? And, you know, the rights of international citizens. It's the Geneva Convention. They don't ha- they've not written any addendums for metahumans. Okay. At best, and, I mean, there's no be... precedence for people from other dimensions. Yeah, exactly. There's no legal precedence. Yeah. We we just I mean, we just gave politicians about two decades of work now to figure out what our legal best, status is as people. Honestly, if somebody hasn't been working on that, they've been slacking off. People have mm. meta abilities and they've had them for a while. Someone has a red briefcase. It's like I somebody get it. the green file. That's that's exactly. our answer. Yeah. Yep. At least eleven years has been meta in this world, and even before that, there was the World War Two meta, the pre-emergence. <laughs> so yeah. Well, even in our world, we've already had confirmation that the U.S. government knows about aliens and UFOs, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, if they I know. That. So, yeah, yeah there's that. They have that kind of precedent to I'm aware. I don't want to think about it, though. <laughs> Actually, I think it was only like two and a half. But anyway. <laughs> but in any case, I would like to find out what's going on with my, like, local situation here. And that'll probably, like, tell me what I want to do. If that is the case, then my, then myself and Ayane may get deported back to Japan. That's assuming that even in Japan you had citizen status. status. Uh, I think above all, we should probably stick together for the time being while we figure ourselves out in this place. I would say if we are going to break apart to find our families, we might want to travel in pairs. None of us should be separated, especially in a world where we're unfamiliar with the rules. No, I would say let the G-Man do the legwork for us and see what our family's up to and what our status is in this world. The uh, doors to the uh, the doors to the hangar open um, to the on the other side of which. Uh, it is because one man has grabbed them and ripped them open. Oh, sweet. It's Shalimar's dad. Absolutely fucking Shalimar's dad. Uh, <laughs> You're not oh. wrong, actually. The gentleman yeah, who oh. comes stalking in is Madar- is Magarjundi Bova, oh. the warrior king. Oh, oh my god. So oh. He's fixing to, fixing to fight yeah. Shalimar right now, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was literally uh, see, about to say, how fucking kinda... dare you come in here and pretend to be my son? Right, yeah. This is going to kind of start shooing people away and pulling, like, see, or Kenny and Amelia off the side. We might want to What am I getting right? from that guy? Um, that guy, I mean, well, first of all, Margot Bova is one of the most famous supers across the planet. The guy has literally starred in his own movies, been his own stuntman since the 60s. That's pretty. That's pretty hard rock. Um, he has personally deflected planet-killing asteroids twice. Um, um, 
No, yeah, Bova's not a joke. My dude! Bova's basically a Superman, All Might, and then just every powerlifting bro on the planet all Do decided I... to get together and inject their DNA into one egg. Is it appropriate? Is it appropriate? Is it appropriate to say that, like, this is what we hear, like, when he rips the hangar doors open? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very <laughs> Oh, if you if it's the Pillar Man theme, you know Brock is flexing to that for sure. Yeah, I mean, like this guy normally, this guy normally is one of the most genial and laid back dudes ever. Like people have, like if people if people on the street, like he stops for selfies and autographs like all the time for people. He has no problem doing that. Um, Whenever people are like, you know, I, w- I want to interview you, he's like, cool, I'm going to go have dinner with my friends over here at this place. Come on, I'll get you in. You can sit with us and we'll... Right. I mean, the guy literally, he he never had a secret identity. He was just like, this is just who I am, you know, fucking deal with it. it Shalimar's ego dialed up to 30 you know, he is he is the most chill chill dude ever, but right now this the waves coming off this man are terrifying. Uh oh. Yeah. Cecil just kinda of picks up on it and immediately pulls Kenny and Amelia out to the side and just kinda of waves everybody to make a hole between them and Shalimar. Uh I will stand adjacent. And he comes stalking in just like it, it like he in and like he has this face and he has laugh lines on his face you can tell this guy spends more time smiling and laughing than anything but his face is serious as death right now as he walks in yeah kenny just as a quick side note kenny was still holding sarah's hand kenny sarah kind of gets yanked behind him and you notice that even though Kenny got nervous because, again, he doesn't know what's happening, he only heard what I can only equate with metal screaming as it gets ripped apart. Um, he very much places himself between you and the and where he heard the sound come from. Like he oh. like he does he loves like the thing where he's like out your hand and then he goes like this, yeah, and like very much like pushes her behind him and like just sets his shoulders and is just like. Sarah is going to very quickly like whisper to him and just say, "Somebody just came through the door. They're probably coming." Okay. She's <laughs> listening there. I wouldn't trust that. Can you just stay right here, Amelia? Stay behind me. Okay. He feels um, pissed. He as he stalks he... forward. The soldiers gather up like guns, guns and guns and guns and guns come up. And uh, as they do this, you that that face breaks into a smile, but there's no mirth in that smile. He just it it's just a smile with no mirth, what and he goes, and he just goes, "You have seen my movies. I want you to tell me if you think that is going to do anything to help you now." And immediately, the guy in the front row, like, look, like you see it. He just goes, and he puts the gun down, and the, like the motion carries through the group. Yeah. Um, what? Sorry, Ben. What's his last name again? Bova. B h o v a. Sarah kind of feels Kenny's arm tighten, and he's just like, 
Did Bova just break the door open? Yes. yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, it's safe to say that in this world, the Shal- or Shalomar's family is just as egotistical as they were in ours. And our senses are razor honed and very perceptive. Oops. <laughs> Kenny, you can hear this or this. You can hear Cecil's asshole pucker. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil's familiar enough with this family to know that that was a horror. But that was enough to make him or to make him go, oh my god, I need a new family. Um, yeah, Ken, Kenny, Kenny kind of off to the side, like, well, now that he knows he can hear him is going to try his darndest to kind of, like, do a calm thing and just be like, I really like these movies. I couldn't watch the last two because I can't see, but... I think Joey, in, like, in fashionable Asian manner, is just going to, like, respectfully bow. <laughs> just off to the side. <laughs> to, Kenny's, to Kenny's benefit, although Bovar has not changed his stance, he's looking at these people off his right side, he goes. Unfortunately, Kenny can't see it. <laughs> it made Izzy happy, but Kenny yeah. doesn't see shit. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, um... Go ahead. Go ahead, oh, Cecil. Cecil's kind of wrestling with the thought of, do I step in and help Shalimar? Do I watch Shalimar get his ass kicked? Do I step in and watch help Shalimar? Do I watch Shalimar get his ass kicked? Um, uh, I want to see what happens first before I do anything. As the uh, as the soldiers, as the soldiers part, you know, because they're just like fuck. He's right. The guns go down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they move. Um, the uh, the major general stocks up. Um, and, and Margaret Jundy Bovar, he's a he's not a big man. He's like five seven, five eight. Uh, he's by no measure rippling muscles. He's kind of round, you know. He's very comfortable in his figure. <clears throat> you know, he's 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 just like he he's so not worried about it. Uh, the guy walks up and he, he towers over over Bova because General's six four. He's in his sixties. This guy works out like nobody's business. He's he's got the kind of health care that we all wish we got once in a while. So. Um, He's, you know, he's big and he's comfortably larger than Bova. And he sits there and he goes, I don't care how fancy and important you are where you come from. You're on U.S. soil and a U.S. government Air Force base. I hope you know that you're going to be expected to pay for this. And, no uh, charge. Pay for it. <laughs> and uh, 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 Bova laughs. He just looks at him and goes... <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. I love you, Americans. Your sense of humor is so close to your sense of audacity and self-importance. You are so very big, sir, with your fancy medals on your chest. You feel like you are very important. If posturing is what one requires to meet up with you, allow me to greet you in the stance you are accustomed to. And he grabs the dude by the collar and Bova levitates upward. And he just, like, not a quick levitate, a slow levitate, and he carries the guy up with him. 
as he goes up there. So he's, you know, up towards the ceiling by the rafters. And he goes, we're probably a good 30 meters above the ground, sir. I have the high ground, as you American memes say. Damn it. I mean, he's not wrong. He goes, you can posture all you want, but your own soldiers put the guns down because they know there is nothing you can do to harm me. So, and he does the thing where he tosses the guy upwards so that they're eye level before he catches him again. By the way, Sarah, they're about 80 feet off the ground at this point. That's a power boost. And he goes, so... Let us pretend that this is a first meeting between friends. Hello, I am Magarjundi Bova, the warrior king. You have a man here who claims that he is my son. I would like to meet him, please. We all point to Shalimar. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Sarah just kind of like looks around and just goes... <laughs> I guess we're all pointing. Yep. Joey, yeah. the other way. Kenny <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Kenny just moved Kenny's arm just like... Yeah, just... <laughs> um, he, and the guy goes, um, I, uh, I am a... Uh, because uh, he was not expecting this. Um, he goes, I am uh, Major General William Enoch, um, uh, acting representative here in this uh, event, and uh, I would be more than happy to take you to this young man who says that he is your son. And he goes, good! I am very glad to see that we could have a positive meeting on our first introductions. And he lowers, like, slow levitates back down and sets dude on his feet before he lowers himself down. Magajani Bova is about 5'6". Uh, the Major General is about 6'4". Right. Just for Sarah's benefit, because mm-hmm. uh, Sky got up and walked away shortly after the ay 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 So. <laughs> Alright, I got Bluetooth in. I heard the whole thing. Okay, good. Um, and, uh, he, uh, again, just say the word. <laughs> he, he, uh, so he, he, they go down, he lowers him down, and the, the Major General takes a moment to straighten his collar and his tie. Question. Okay. Yes. Was the Major General A, full of bravado still, B, shitting his pants, or C, realizing that his penis is actually not as big as he once thought it was? It's a little of B and C, so. Cool. Because if it was A, then we all have a right to get scared because that means the general knows something that we don't. But thankfully, no. Yeah, yes. and he uh, he walks, and uh, the, the general points over towards Shalimar. We all point over towards Shalimar. Yeah, he points <laughs> over where everybody else is pointing, which, um, again... For uh, poor Shalomar's probably in the background just looking so bitch green because we all just ratted him the fuck out. No, he called, he called him here for the benefit of no, for the benefit of Sky. Again, this is Asan Shalomar. Yep, yep, yep. 
Yeah, he's that. Oh yeah, he's the ass, right? Yeah, he's that pretty, and he's. I think I missed something. Who's the guy with the fucking aviators? That that's his dad. That's his dad. That's the guy who just came in. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's Magrajendi Bovar. Anyway. Yeah, that's Magrajendi Bovar, the Warrior King. And he is currently the hottest NPC. And he is currently the hottest NPC I have met so far. Stupid, second sexy hottest guy, Shadow Mars. Stupid, sexy or Shadow Mars. Izzy, Izzy believes that Bovar is the hottest NPC I have met. Yes. All right. You don't know uh, my type. <laughs> Ouch. A side, it's everything that is Sky. B side, it's the biggest of big dick energy. No, I know. <laughs> um he walks up Sha- no no the thing is as as uh, Bovo walks up to Shalimar, Shalimar does not flinch. In his assertion of this, they are both two men standing on the mountain facing each other, <laughs> you know, facing at each other right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shalimar is taller than Bova. He is, Shalimar is six feet. Bova is shorter than him. Um, for Sarah's benefit, um, there is the, like, this young man has this has Bova on a pedestal. Just in that in that moment, they're standing across from each other. There is no one that uh, that Shalimar regards as highly as he does Magrajendi Bova. And they look at each other, and uh, Magrajendi extends a hand to Shalimar, and Shalimar takes his hand, and um. Something passes between them. Like, there is literally an energy that moves between the two of them. You know, for the empaths, it's... For the empaths, you feel almost another presence in the room. Um, This might not go as horribly as I thought. You know, uh, nobody here has magic sense, so... That doesn't come into effect. Nah. <laughs> the uh, sad witch boy was here. Right. He'll save us. <laughs> yeah, right. And Where are you? Did you just say Molly sad? I'm not sorry. I'm busy putting on this new product. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you uh, noticed, but I... I don't know um, if you noticed, but I changed Jordan's name and the server again. What did you do? <sighs> Please tell me. Please tell me. Please tell me it's what I think it is. Hold Please on. stop. Yes. That's beautiful. Nice. Just, just pull over the side. <laughs> no! It's not what I thought it was going to be. I'm going to be honest. Not well, it was Sad Witch Boy before, and he changed it to Bad Witch Boy. So yeah, I was I like, yeah, change from earlier. And I was like, I see what you did there, but I raised you. All right. 
And so I something also love how Jordan was just like, oh yeah, great, magic passes between them. Too bad, which boy isn't here to save us? I went, yeah, save us, sure, let's go with that. And toothpaste and orange juice tastes great together. Wow, dude. <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. Uh, can you imagine throwing a hot dog? No! Go through a hard time! Give him a goddamn Anybody else? No, I was, I mean, in, in, like, sorry, Jordan, the one time you have interacted with teenagers canonically in this campaign, you scared the shit out of them. So, like, he's yeah, kidnapped them. Money, so. Who's an extra one? No, no, an extra one. So, what you're saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let's you want to happen? So, so what we're saying, or what you're saying, Sky, is that he coerced teenagers into his car with money. No. Oh, I'm not saying what he did was okay. I love that Jordan literally just had a moment of fun. <laughs> yeah, dude. You not consider the fact that they were literally minors and you paid them off? <laughs> and then shoved them in his car to take them to unknown locations. Your yes. magic car? This is, yeah, this is very... <laughs> Your uh, magic untraceable car. I'm going to believe them. This magical Spanish twink... Not helping, not helping. Jordan, you gotta go for the guy. Not helping your case. Wow. No, 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 <laughs> if Bill thought the Your teacher Honor, was creepy, I did creepy. understand that her online profile wasn't actually an underage person. I thought she was eighteen. Oh my god! I have if a video Bill clip. The teacher was creepy. I have a video if clip to share with y'all after after this episode that I feel encapsulates that perfectly. I've oh, no. never been more nervous about a statement that you have made until this moment right now. That was one Tr hell of a segue. <laughs> Trust me. Anyway, energy passes between the two of them. And, and they just both stand there like stern man on the mountain, like looking at each other, their hands clasped together. And by the way... um. Super strength to super strength. This is, in fact, a handshake that would crush bones and grind and grind buildings to paste. Like, if that hadn't been his son, there wouldn't be a hand. Yeah. Yes. Like, literally, Kenny, you can hear the tendons creak and twang Ooh. from the force between the two of their hands just in this handshake. Kenny very much hunches in on himself and he's just like... Mm -hmm. Do I know? Does Sarah know? Like, has he ever had a kid? Magarjundi Bovar? Magarjundi uh -huh. Bovar has had so much. Like, these, he's done like 20 pornos. He has <laughs> all the children. <laughs> I love Bovar. Uh, I love Bovar has. Bovar has so many kids, and he takes care of them all. He loves them dearly. He pays for all of them. He pays for their parents. There's never been a paternity suit. There's never been a paternity suit. It's always been a, I have your son, and he looks at her, and he looks at him, and he goes, I believe it. <laughs> he goes, oh my God. Have there been any, like, that tracks? 
But, um, has yeah. Mega, Mega tragedies or anything? Um, not publicly. Magar Jandibova has, in more than one occasion, walked up to women and gone, you're a very beautiful woman, and I would like to put a child inside you. And it works. I believe it. That was about <laughs> It's both. Yeah, it's both I, are. I exist on the internet. I absolutely believe that. Yeah. I mean, I thought I'd put a baby in me. I'm just saying... You know, Jordan, you would let a twelve or a fucking crack whore put a baby. Shut the hell up, kid! I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I was literally about to say I can't wow. even get. I can't even. You get know, <laughs> No, hold on. I was going to agree with you, bitch. I um, love this. I, I love this. I love this dysfunctional fucking family. <laughs> so much. It's also really fun when I have a snack because they really do just get to like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I gather yeah, that I was that going to agree with you. I'm just like, due to my current biology, gathered. I cannot actually oh, yeah. child oh. of his. I oh god, I this know, chicken biscuit crackers. Oh boy, those are tasty. Read some fan fiction, bro. Um, but like, <laughs> due to my biology, I cannot actually bear a child. That being said, I'll call him daddy for his father's blood. <laughs> That's fine. So they they have this moment. Energy passes between them. And, um, Bovar smiles. A big smile cuts across his face, and he goes, Welcome home, my son. Aww. And, and Shalimar immediately just, like, s- like, he just buries his his face in sh- Bovar's shoulder and just sobs. Wow. As, as the relief just... The good, like, happy ending to this is a non-player PC. And also you know, the biggest dick out of all of us. <laughs> Okay, no, it's it's just literally like he like he sobs in relief uh, when when <laughs> Bovar says that, and he just it's buries his of... face in the man's shoulder. And, and Bovar's other arm comes around and he just like around the boy's shoulder and just squeezes him in and he goes, "You're home, my son. You're back with your family. I am so proud to see you." Joey. Is Chalmer crying? Hold on. Would Kenny be able to, like, really quickly pinpoint how many of his classmates are in the immediate vicinity just due to, like, smell and ears? Yes. What's the number? Um. 14. 14? And counting yourself, so there's 13 classmates here. Yeah. Um, so, Kenny looks... Wait a minute, that's not math. Oh, okay, never mind. Kenny takes a second, and he's just like, I'm assuming that went well. Yes, it went very well. Shockingly well. Um, We might all survive this encounter. Kenny, loud enough to make sure that everybody hears him, he's just like, hey, um, what was the name of the school we went to? Uh, Turning Leaf. Turning Leaf Academy. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Turning Leaf kids. One down. Mm -hmm. 13 to go. Hold on. And there is not a Turning Leaf in our dimension, correct? Not that you're aware of. (laughs) Although you do notice one of the scientists, a rather unhinged-looking individual, um, 
like I mean, like um, has been taking down notes about all this. Like just you know, you say that, and Sarah, you feel the ping of ah oh, yes. Mm. Gross. Somebody gonna get kidnapped. Uh, like I can't really stop him because technically I'm here under the same kind of pretense, but Kenny um, weird. Kenny is going to start going around and giving out high fives, knuckle bumps, and hugs wherever they like he will make sure that he connects with each one of his classmates. Okay, you go around. Um Hoodie is like you like you, you put up your fist and she's like looks at it like you know, like she's not sure what to do and then she just kind of tentatively like dump <laughs> bumps fists yeah. with him. Ken Kenny takes a minute. I'm assuming due to just smell he can recognize who it is. Um and he's gonna go, Hey Chloe, um I have neither the brains nor the bravery nor the integrity to lie to you. You made it. You made it out with the rest of us. Oh, uh, for for um, Sky's benefit, I'm sending you the picture of the guy who was like, mm, yes, in yeah, your DMs. I will love him. Oh. oh, yeah, no, I saw him earlier. Just making yeah, sure. He's the guy who uh, gave me my little prick. Yep. Oh. Just, mm. you know, keeping it Ooh. fresh. Yep. Keeping it fresh. Mm. That's Don't like that. Um, Don't like that. But yeah, Kenny oh, goes around and makes and reassures everybody, or tries his darndest. Um. Yeah. Lola, when you come over, Lola smiles at you and rubs your head. Um, he probably gets to Shalimar last. Respectfully, whoever's guiding him, he's just like, well, give, give him, wait until they finish. I can give him a minute. Um, he's definitely when you get to Brock, uh, I will say... Uh, I've been doing you a disservice. I will kneel down to like his level, like two feet down. Uh, I will take his hands. Uh, are they moderately clean? Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, I don't have to break out the wet naps. Um, and then I'll put your hands on my face, like. Aww. The biggest shit eating grin, and yeah. Kenny's just like, "Oh wow, honestly, I pictured you with more hair." Oh. <laughs> Okay. I get that. Cool. When he flat out was just like, oh yeah, all American and all of that, Kenny's just like, okay, I've seen that movie. Kind of. Yeah, it was like down to his shoulders. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so Kenny that, immediately imagined the Chuck Norris leg spread yeah. splits between <laughs> two semis. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, th- that made Kenny very happy. He's just like, oh, thanks, Brock. Does Brock have facial hair? Uh, no, he's he's clean shaped. Okay. Kenny goes. Everybody's got no beards here. And I'm 15. <laughs> See, so kind of past the shoulder. Most of us shave our beards together. Why? Well, the considered normal. Hide these cheekbones. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny like, Brock doesn't even yeah. say it as a joke. Brock's like, yeah. why would I ever, like? Have no, you obviously. Brock Rockford's jawline. 
is so sharp it cuts fucking diamond. Yeah. No, yeah, Kenny Kenny takes a minute if Brock said that out loud and he kinda goes, No, yeah, that's not a joke. You cut glass for those things. Um uh, I presume uh the the king and his son are gonna be absconding from this area shortly, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, um amidst the group here behind Kenny, when he's like, Nobody's got beers here. Here behind it, he says, because a man must reach a certain age before he can truly appreciate the majesty of a good mustache. I love makes him. a point. He, he has a porn stash, doesn't he? Boba has a porn mm-hmm. stash, doesn't he? Have you not looked I, at the I, picture? Did you oh, yeah, see the ex- photo? I did. Uh, that's exactly what that is. How, it's called yes. a handlebar for a make, reason. How mm. else are you going to give the ladies a magic puppet right? Oh, I've got feet. <laughs> There's some outbursts. Well, he's 15. Well, no, he's a minor. Put it that way. Gross. No, no Bovo would be like, I must ask you a question. No. Have you no, no shame? And <laughs> um, he turns in his direction. He's just like, I do not, I can't see anymore. I did watch some of your movies. It is a very, very nice mustache, sir. Uh, Bovar has already like moved the little bit necessary so that he's like on level with Kenny. Hmm. I was gonna say, how big is Kenny? Yeah, he's five two. He's five foot two, but he's two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, he's five two. So yeah, so Bova is down on one knee while he's uh, when Kenny turns around. Yeah. Yeah. So Bovar is uh, is down on one knee when when Kenny turns around, so that they're close to the same height. Kenny takes a minute and, like, freezes as soon as he realizes just how close that specific person's smell is. And he's, like, to see so off the side, he's just like, he's right in front of me, isn't he? Yes, Kenny. He's right in front of you. Oh, he, he, he looks at you and he says, uh, he says, my son, he has a, a great amount of respect for you because you have personal challenges and you do not let them hold you back. That is admirable. He does not voice it. He is not one to uh, be open with his feelings. But he respects the fact that you handle adversity he does not know. I was wondering if you would take a selfie with me. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, Shalimar is so, like, it behind all this. Shalimar's just like, oh my god. <laughs> Kenny immediately goes, yeah, sure. And then he, like, goes to fumble for his phone. He's just like, oh no, I probably won't. Do not work. He put, Bovar Bo- 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 puts his arm around your around your shoulder, Kenny. It puts his arm around your shoulder, he pulls you close, and he holds out... He pulls out his old-ass, nearly indestructible Nokia fucking phone. <laughs> yes! I can't think of a single thing wrong about this man. There's not a thing wrong with this man. That is a red flag in and of itself. I mean, the only red flag is the fact that I will perpetually... Be to be fair, he just got tired of having to buy a new phone every time he got hit by a car. That is very understandable. Yeah. Yeah, he holds up the phone and uh and he and he goes smile and he pushes the button and it goes ay 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 
up and I love it. That's, Ken, that's Kenny's face, the mouth open, the two thumbs yep. up. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate cheese and expression. Yeah. Yeah. If there is anybody who can do art, please, for the love of God, try. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a POV from like Shalimar's arm. But the other game, he just, and he's cry. just like slightly off center. Yeah, yeah, that's why I had the camera. Like, it very close, like five degrees off. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Thank you, Mr. Bova. Oh. He goes, thank you. Um, and then Kenny kind of points his face in the direction of, like, Shalimar. He's going to be like, I'm glad you found your dad. Shalimar's just like... <laughs> Aww. Everybody's just, I just imagine everybody's just like in Shalimar, just like, just new expressions, just like, aww. <laughs> and, uh, Sarah, like, who has no context, is like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Boba just goes, yeah, Boba goes, don't get it. And he goes, I have faith you will find yours. Thank you. I hope so, too. That looked so painful for him yeah, to no, say. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Kenny didn't even see it. Um, but, uh, oh. the, the, like, Sarah being like, oh, that's so sweet. The rest of the class is like, no, 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 you don't get it. We're going to hold this over his fucking head until the day he dies. <laughs> yeah, there, Cecil's over there. Just we'll like, make him regret that. Calendar, <laughs> the calendar. Where's the calendar? Where's the calendar? Yeah. yeah, right. Looking at Chalamar, the look on Chalamar's face is just like months of being a hard ass motherfucker, fucking wasted in ten seconds because my dad wanted to take a fucking selfie. Joey <laughs> has not stopped, just been like mashing the capture button on the camera app, just like. Joey doesn't have his phone. None of us have phones. Yep. Yeah, none. Of, yeah, we all got dumped. Oh, mental, yeah. mental, mental pictures. Okay. Yeah, mental yeah. pictures. Yeah, I wish, um, man. Yeah, uh, that's, 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 that's going to be our, our, our Jordan's next superhero. Oh, just so we're clear, America's still, like, cool, right? No. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, I know. What do you mean by cool? You guys aren't, like... I mean, did they make it great again? <laughs> you guys aren't, like... Uh, it's, it's, it's not... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically... <laughs> 500 bonus XP to Jordan. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it, that was so funny, but that was so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. We aren't like getting people's rights or anything right now, are we? The entirety of my head hurts. <laughs> I have a sharp pain behind my left eye. I hate that that worked. I hate um, that that joke worked. Oh. In response to that, um, uh. Sarah will just be like, if, if by cool, um, I mean, we still lead the world in number of school shootings and uh, maternal mortality rates. Um, and we still don't have subsidized health care. But, uh, 
Can always Lola goes or bodily autonomy. Yeah, or or you know, um, but we're working on that one. Um, we didn't handle the pandemic very well at all. Um, but oh, is this like is this like hit it, for it hit for us? Worse? For the most part, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The only difference is uh, the only difference is is there's a lot more nuclear posturing. Oh, yeah. oh God! Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, we're still technically considered a, a first world country, and uh, we still have the majority of the semblance of a democracy. So that first world country was a laughable term in our in our own reality, much less our so it doesn't sound much better in this one. Um, Kenny kind of takes a second and he goes, so like looking like me and being blind is still stuff that gets people to pity you or not like you. In some circles. Okay. But there's plenty of space for you. Kenny takes a second and thinks about it. He goes, this has been a long day. Yeah. Do you think you guys can like afford us more comfortable accommodations? Well, I could. I can't promise anything, but I do intend to go back to try and make contact with my family. Um, maybe we could convince them to at least let us borrow some of the house for now until people can find where they need to go. Um, I I'm sorry. Uh, Sarah's gonna um <laughs> talk to the to friendliest outside person here. Um, uh, and she's gonna turn to, uh, shoot, what was his name? Erling? Erling, whatever? No, no she's talking about the Major oh, General. Uh, no, Bovar. No, Bovar. Talking Bovar. Oh, okay. Um, she's gonna turn to Bovar and say, um, I'm sorry, I'm also not entirely sure what, what's going on here. I got brought in kind of late, but it doesn't seem like these children have been fed yet. He turns it, looks at you, and the immediate look down, look up is just like, like he doesn't even hide it. He's just like, <laughs> "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> and she, behind him, Shalimar's like, "Oh my god!" Like literally, <laughs> sweatpants, hey, Sarah, socks, and slides. I made this very clear. Yep. And this is. You think that's gonna stop him? And this is both. Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly not. And he and he's like, oh, and she cares for children. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was it. Basically, he's just like, hello. <laughs> In case you are wondering, right. she's I, human. She's human. No, yeah, she's no, human. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you um, have hit all the required or targets. You are a woman. You are are you are human. You are yeah, a woman. You are you are you are a woman. You are attractive. You care for children. You're intelligent and well-spoken. You have a I mean, fair enough. I mean, I don't ask any more from a woman either. No, I was going to say... No, no, this isn't a thing. This is because Bovar would be in the place where he'd kind of move in closer instead of holding and be like, you have a deep kindness in your eyes that I find enchanting. Hold on real quick. I gotta hit the <laughs> Sarah, daddy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> yes, you pardon me. Sky I'm is sorry. I was trying to think of an in-character response. 
Sarah, you have a big beefy or a big beefy man at home. Leave what this one alone. Yeah. This is this is this is Sarah going. Oh yeah, but he's also the one who every chance he gets is like, "This is my girlfriend." <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Like, okay, this is also making a wild about? assumption that Sarah is distinctly interested. So. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. I just find it funny. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, so Sarah uh, is uh, obviously like she knows who this is. So so there is definitely a little bit of like, oh God, this is me. I'm living this now. Um, you know that that's literally like turning around and like you know Ryan Reynolds is like hi. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what is it about Ryan Reynolds, by the way, can I say, that makes straight men go feral? He's mm. symmetrical. Uh, He's symmetrical? Like he, he makes me laugh so much. You don't count. I'm, straight. I wear. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love But, very like, much. anyways, total sight to you. Anyway. Um, Sarah's just going to say, Hi, uh, Nice to meet you. Big, big fan of um, all your work on screen and off. But um, I'm oh, hoping that you can kind of help me be an advocate for them. Sh- shut up. Mm-hmm. She's watched a few. Everyone has. <laughs> yeah, everyone has. Okay. Eventually, the curiosity will become too much to bear. Okay. <laughs> No, I, I feel like it was an entire sexually or sexual awakening for Alejandro. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, um, I don't help me be uh, um, an, an advocate for them. I don't think that they've been fed, and I don't know where they're planning on having them stay. <laughs> but if you're willing, I don't want to ask too much, but I we would really appreciate that. 10,000 watt smile as he's, as, as he's watching you like do this there's just the 10,000 watt smile on his face he just goes I love how unabashedly compassionate you are for these children who you barely know it is a very admirable trait and I find it most impressive and then he turns and then he turns to the side and he goes yo Major General Shiny Chest I love him so much. Right. Right. Sky, are you sure? Are you sure you can't romance this character and keep him around? Okay, here's the only thing though: is Sarah doesn't want kids. So, <laughs> yeah, we didn't say that's that. a big no, no, no. That's his whole shtick. You can't tell me it's not. It's his superpower. Anyway, super fertility. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, yo, Major General Shiny Chest. These children must be fed, and they have accommodations they should be granted. I'm fairly certain the articles of the Geneva Convention are in place to cover people such as themselves, specifically, and a viable position of manipulation by figures of authority or those who have levels of access and understanding of situations and accidents of their own. I believe that you sure are somehow legally obligated to provide them with uh, accommodations 
privacy, the opportunity to access uh, facilities for hygiene and things like that. If you do not, I would be more than happy to take them with me and I can accommodate them. I have plenty of space where I come from. I'm sure you know this. Jesus just kind of squeaks out. I'm not absolutely against that plan. Neither am I. <laughs> yeah. By the way, as a side note, um... Bova has like six degrees, two of which are in law, because he has advocated legally for the independence of his own people from imposed British sovereignty. Just Whoa. throwing that out there. Jesus Christ, this man gets better and better the more we are. Wow. I was literally about to say, if he gets any hotter, I'm good. Izzy's <laughs> <laughs> is debating. Izzy's thinking about well, like Malcolm out here just for romance. Why I'm was I born without a coochie? I don't think this man is gay. Huh? I don't think this man is gay. Oh, you fit to be. Listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Reynolds shows here. up, all bets are off. But <laughs> I, I, I have only one thing to say here. Cecil can still make that work. <laughs> the only resident shapeshifter here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, uh, the, the major, yeah, this is going way farther. This is this is turning into it. This is turning into a Vanadia OnlyFans thing here. Um, um. So, um, the the general like immediately up uh, for Sarah's benefit. The general sweats a little bit because he's just had the legality of the situation put in front of him. And he goes, no, absolutely, absolutely. I will make sure that there's accommodations made for them immediately. I'm going to make some calls for some people. If you uh, don't mind waiting for a minute, Mr. Bova. And he goes, no, it's perfectly fine. I have all the time in the world. Literally, this man has nowhere else to be. Mm-hmm. And he kind of reaches over and like tries to see if he can like find Cecil and tap his arm. <clears throat> Cecil is sitting there just crisis. <laughs> oh, I can't access the Jordan gay panicky mode anymore. Damn it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you kind of see Kenny kind of look like look up at you in your general direction and go, wait a minute, can we stay with Bova? I don't think that was an actual invitation, buddy. Oh, okay. I would be more than happy to invite you all to stay at one of my many palatial establishments, but you are American citizens, and I do not wish to put you in a situation where your attempts to find your families or to find a sense of normalcy in your situations would be encumbered. Um, Dario will raise his hand and say, Uh, Mr. Mr. Borah, we, uh, myself and Ayane are not American citizens. We're both yes, from and Asia. I'm, and I believe both Argent and Second are Egyptian, not American. Second, he goes, we have dual citizenship. And at least that's in the world we came from. We crossed over. We probably don't exist here. Mm. We might not have any citizenship whatsoever. Both of our nods, and he goes, hmm, that does in fact complicate things, does it not? I would not want your situations to become complicated by my own government dealing with British's, with Britain's imposed sovereignty, so as they have, they themselves have become somewhat resistant to incursions from others. I mean, nothing I cannot handle because I am Bova. But I would not want to create a stressful situation. Um, there must be 
something that we can do for your group. Did Bobar just rock, like, rock rock for himself? He did. I mean, he's he's a very educated man at it, from what I remember, so. I love it. I, I'm enjoying I watching some... the master work, so I can take some notes off of it. <laughs> yes, Izzy. Any second question after realizing that, like, we probably won't be going with Boba, he kind of, you, the empaths feel him get, like, a little sad because it's just like, come on, look at Boba. Um, but the second one, he kind of, like, tugs on Cecil's shirt and just kind of goes, in my experience, food makes everything better. Can we get barbecue? I think we're going to probably be eating raffles tonight, buddy. I don't think um, they're going to be bringing in proper chefs. Not fucking likely <laughs> under my watch. Uh, Sarah will pipe up um, and say, um, do you guys have phones or any way of contacting anyone? Um, uh, we lost I, him in the fall, I think, for the most part. I was able to call into my own. I just have one small problem of I need proof of who I am. I spoke to my own family, which would sound amazing if only they didn't believe that I was some prankster thing to be their dead son. Oh, wow. I had access to DNA testing or something to prove my legitimacy. I might be able to talk them into taking in some of us. The manor has hundreds of bedrooms. It's just getting there first. Well, I was just thinking um, if Mr. Bobar was looking to help out a little bit more, I don't know if he had some way of giving you guys even just like basic burner cells. I don't know. Bova smiles and uh, pulls out his phone and kind of takes a short lap around the building. (laughs) Resource. No pun intended. Sarah's Mm. gonna tap it. Cecil is is gonna kind of pull on Sarah's uh, or tap or look at Sarah. Um, Not that one over there pointing at you got Buddy with the crazy hair. You don't suppose you could get a proper doctor in. Or contact maybe our, one of the our Fontaine response teams, so that I can get hair that I don't think might turn me into a zombie. That's <laughs> a really good point. I don't know what this. There's a drum roll. I beg your pardon. There's a drum roll. Like like a snare or more like yeah a like a. Ladies and gentlemen. Showtime! It goes bah, 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 oh, smoke and like confetti and shit just like explode everywhere. And in the thing, Showtime is there. Just standing there. He's got his hands on the cane in, in front of him. And he goes, Bonjour, je m'appelle Showtime. Does Kenny oh, know God. who that is? Oh, yeah. You, everybody Everyone knows who knows fucking Showtime is. Everybody knows who Showtime is. Everyone knows who Showtime is. Cecil Kenny and... Kenny is having, like, the best worst day yeah. ever. But Kenny, <laughs> Cecil, and Sarah currently are potentially starting to go ow, 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 because the grip of Kenny's hands of both of them just being like, please tell me they're not joking. Are they joking? Is Showtime really here? No. That... I'm going to assume that this is... This <laughs> is yeah, the yeah. 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 That's me, baby. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, Kenny is simultaneously having the best day of his life and is incredibly frustrated that he can't fucking see. 
Uh, as Showtime starts walking towards the group, Bova comes walking up and he goes, My friend! It is so good to see you! And he just, like, hugs, like, arms around Showtime, like, just squeezes the shit out of him. I... I love this. Hydrator Dydrate from the, uh... Hydrator Dydrate from the audience. Yes, I'll die. I was about to say, I'm dead. Task, task. I have my wife, a good boy. Also, Blam, <laughs> top tier gift game. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, yeah, Bobar just arms around him, gives him just the biggest bear hug, and he goes, Thank you so much for taking my call, my friend. And uh, Showtime smiles, he goes, It is a pleasure, Bovar. Ever since we did that, uh, he goes, Ever since we did the, uh, the, the Mekoish last year. It's been an absolute delight. I love to uh, have an excuse to uh, get together with you again, my friend. And he goes, do you think you can help them? And he goes, eh, wouldn't be much of a magician if I couldn't, no? Mm. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's why I love you. And he slaps him on the back. Uh, to show point, show tips like, ah! <laughs> like, catches footing. <laughs> um... Kenny is doing everything but hopping from foot to foot. Oh. He's literally just like, these are two of my biggest heroes, and they're joking around like they're buddies, and they're within 20 feet of me. Oh my god! <laughs> um, Shotan walks up, and he's like, bonjour everyone, it is so good to see you, je m'appelle Shotan. Oh! Miss Whitman? What? You do not call? You do not write. I do not get a hug. He, he pulls the he pulls the kerchief out of his out of his sleeve, and he's just like, "You wound me." <laughs> she do, she acts like she does not even know me. She spurned my art. <laughs> she gets an elbow in the ribs from Cecil, just nudging her towards him. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You were working. I didn't want to interrupt your acting. He goes, "I do not work. My life is play." And play. That's for sure. I apologize. And he, goes, he just goes, come on. Come on. Uh, yeah. I'm going Feral to take deep offense if you do not hug me. I'm very sensitive. You know we French. <laughs> oh, God. Sarah's just gonna, Sarah will go hug him. She's it's like, God, I hate thing. you. She's like, I hate you so much. He's like, I know. Like, I know. literally not the worst I've had to deal with. So. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll let it slide. <laughs> no, she's fine. Oh, yeah, showtime's awesome. Uh, he looks over and he goes, Oh, who is the uh, um, Major General Jenny uh, Chest? Uh, I actually haven't cut his name yet, so I tried to ask, but he walked away. He looks over and he looks over and he goes, Ah! Yes, I see him. He's a man who is very big and has a very short air. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Uh, yes. He reaches into his into his uh, coat, pulls out a little tin, and opens it. And he goes, Major General William Enoch! And he goes, ah, yes, Major General William Enoch. And he tucks it back into his pocket. That's not terrifying. What? <laughs> He's magic! Oh, God, that's creepy cool. <laughs> he, he, uh, he walks over okay. and he goes, Ah, um, hello, Michel. 
mes chers chers William Inok. Um, bonjour, uh, je m'appelle Showtime. I do not know if you've seen me. Um, I am somewhat of an underground uh, performer. Uh, you know, if you have not heard of me, it is very understandable. It is a niche crowd. Um, and he goes, I'm well aware of what you do, sir. What, can I ask what you're doing here on my military installation? He goes, ah, well, you see, uh, my uh, my good uh, friend, uh, uh, Bova, Monsieur Bova, uh, Colonna told me that uh, there was a band of wayward, wayward young soldiers who were in desperate need of some assistance, and that um, the military might perhaps be somewhat unprepared for this task, as I'm sure you have uh, um, billions of dollars to spend on useless weapons and to lord over smaller countries and make nuclear threats and throw balls of money at each other and, you know, do things sort of like... He takes his hat and pulls out a picture and goes sort of like this from the Christmas party. And, uh, like, Enoch's face gets a little, like, it's just, and he grabs the picture out of Showtime's hands. <laughs> and he goes, how do you... He goes, how do... It's magic. It's just how it goes. Anyway, Holy is fuck. it... Is any, anyway, is it personal fever? Um, Monsieur Dempsey has suggested that we have ample facility space at the Dempsey Plantation, where the uh, young people could come and uh, uh, perhaps... Uh, Relax, um, um, just to say, um, unwind themselves. Jordan, quit doing your hat. Happy dance. You can't start to boot up the dancing in the chair, for example. Oh my god, Jordan. Yes, uh, it just, it, it seems, you know, we are, we are relatively, uh, we are a rev- relatively uh, useless uh, band of superheroes. The, the world is well under control and we have very little to entertain ourselves. So we thought perhaps we might uh, lend assistance to these young minds and put them in a comfortable, healthy environment. So while they attempt to find their families, um, I don't know if you know, but uh, we are kind of good at this sort of thing. Unless, of course, you are... Uh, um, you know, on your phone call to your uh, friend, Mr. Couter, has uh, yielded you better results. And uh, he, he he just looks at Showtime for a long minute, and Sarah gets the clear the clear impression that this man is mentally wringing Showtime's neck with his fingers right now. Mm-hmm. Which means we like Showtime even more. He goes, I suppose at a time like this, it wouldn't hurt for them to have ample uh, space for them to be able. Of course, you won't mind if uh, some of our people come along to check on them to make sure everything is okay. He goes, oh, but of course, we welcome all the Dempsey farm. We are a very open-minded sort of people, you know. I believe, certainly you have been invited to the Sunday barbecue at least once, sir. No, I don't think I have. Oh, to, to, that is so shame. So talk to me so empty. I'm sure it is simply lost in the mail. Anyway. He goes, he goes anyway. Um, and he, he turns around and he goes, hello, children. Uh, je m'appelle, showtime. I do not know if you've heard of me, but I promise you, I am... Uh, Kind of a big deal. Um, if uh, you are 
Yes, um, the, the, the corporal here has um, lots of open cuts on the blankets and uh, rations that are very nutritious uh, that he would like to share. <laughs> but um, uh, if you would be uh, amicable to this, um, uh, uh, Monsieur uh, Dempsey, uh, uh, as your rocket man, is uh, extended an invitation to uh, your group to... Um, we cohabitate at a Dempsey farm for the time while we attempt to locate uh, the families and loved ones. Um, new obligation, of course, if you would like to stay here with the general and uh, ask him about his many, many impressive uh, ornaments. Um, I'm sure he would be happy to have you. Um, uh, I, I do not mean to leverage a conversation, but um, I will say that uh, Monsieur Dempsey is uh, warming up some leftover pulled pork sliders at the moment. Um, so, uh, if uh, anyone of you would like to uh, uh, go, you could just um, uh, uh, pet the doggy. Merlin! <whistles> uh, the dog just goes <laughs> into existence. I guess if you'd like to go pet the doggy. Uh, we can be on our way to the rest of you. I'm sure we'll see you again. I like your funny words, magic man. Can I, Excellent. Kenny, two things. One, Kenny immediately, like, on the pulled ports, he just goes, barbecue. And then he immediately just goes, puppy? Where? Sarah's <laughs> Cecil, or Cecil looks down at him and says, I want to vote Amelia. Do you want to go with them? Do you want to stay here? What do you want to do, sweetheart? She, she, she looks at you. She goes, I want to go see the puppy. Cecil's going to start nodding and walk him over to Merlin and just kind of start kind of guiding Kenny's hand as far to Merlin's fur. Yeah. I'm going to look over at Ayane and just like uh, keep the conversation in Japanese. She's before. already walking over towards the dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, not a if you don't like dogs, here, like I don't pretend. like We're, you. Let's not pretend. And if you don't like cats, I don't trust you. Yeah. Let, let's be honest. Everyone except Shalimar is immediately petting that dog. Yeah. yeah. Shalimar's yeah. going with his dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, before I go, though, I'll shake Shalimar's hand. Oh, hey, he goes, uh, nice. he goes, uh, you are ever, he goes, you are a respectable man. Brock Rockford. Turns out you are too. Well, after show or showing the other two to our puppy, he's gonna or he's a look up at Shalmar. Hopefully, we meet on better terms next time. Indeed. Yeah. And hopefully, once once we found everyone else their houses, don't you know ghost us? I mean, keep in touch somewhat. You aren't doing bad for the last couple days, there, buddy. Bova smiles. He goes, if you wish to see my son, you're welcome to come. Now, first, I'd like to handle my own family. It's going to be a messy situation. And if whatever uh, happened behind us follows us here, you need to be ready to answer the call. Yes. um, If you would like like to get more information than what Shalomar has, we'd all be happy. We're glad to give you our stories and maybe prepare this world for what happened to ours. If there is a th- he goes, if there is a threat that is coming to this beautiful earth, you can trust yourself. The warrior king will be ready to stand at the front lines with you. 
It is not a question. That is a simple fact of reality. The unfortunate part is I don't believe what is the threat might be fightable. It might be a evacuate as many people as possible situation. There is nothing that we cannot fight. I am the warrior king. And if I decide something will die, it will die. Any after like any of the dogs so cool. see ears that best things are happening, and he goes back over, um, and he's just like, it's very, very wonderful to meet Mr. Bova. Um, I hope one day when my eyes are fixed, I can catch up on the movies that I missed. Um, and then he very much goes up to Shalimar and just kind of sticks his fist out, and he goes, I don't know if I'll see you again uh, soon. Peter. He he gives you the fist bump. Good luck. Continue to get oh, yeah. stronger. Yeah, maybe good. one day I'll be able to arm wrestle you without you ripping my shoulder out of the socket. Yeah. Oh goddamn. Well that's sorry, what would happen. Imagery. I mean I know, just I know, just the imagery. Just, sorry. Um Joe I think uh Joy would go up to uh, Bovar and Shalomar. Uh, first, I'll look at first, I'll look at Shalomar and just uh, give a polite bow and say, "I feel that you've made several steps towards going what you chose your name to be. Please continue to strive towards perfection, and I know you will go onward and forward." The only reason Shalabar is not clapbacking at you is because his father's right there. <laughs> and then Joey turns and he's like, Mr. Bovar, I'm such a fan. <laughs> no, no, no. no he's, going to, he's going to turn to Bovar and he's going to say, uh, I, spent many time, I spent many days in the hospital and I will say your performances were a driving inspiration to help me get better. Thank you for everything you've done. Bovar looks at you, like, for a second. He goes, I remember you now. He pulls out this battered little origami crane from the inside pocket of his vest. And he goes, you were at the hospital. When I went in to meet the children, and you gave me this crane. And I have always kept it close to my heart because it is the people like you who strive to be the best they can possibly be are the source of my power. He takes the he takes it and he tucks it back in there. And he and now, like he just like he thumps your chest. Just boom, boom. And he goes Go out there be the best version of yourself you can possibly be. I'm sure sir. 
I'm sure Sarah could feel this, but like Joey's got like an overwhelming sense of pride and just like like turns around and he's just like I will <laughs> and go to and go towards the dog. Um Sarah's gonna turn to the major general and just Yeah, wow. Oh, I'm gonna go with them so that I can um continue on with what I was asked to do. Good. So Good. I think that's a I think that's an appropriate use of assets. I'll uh, look forward to your report. Boba throws his arm around uh, Shalomar and he goes, come on my son, we have a time to go get a coffee and something to eat before I have to be on set for my movie with Mr. Reynolds. Nice, nice, nice. He does that. He looks back back to the, the group of the teenagers and he goes, And then, and then he looks at Sarah and he goes, Call me. <laughs> Her head, she's like, I don't know. Number. Dude, his number is like publicly posted. Oh my god, like, of course it is. <laughs> his number is publicly posted. I, I feel like this man has a, t- a twin, a fucking Tinder, a Bumble, the entire nine yards. No, he doesn't actually. He does not. He has a billboard. Billboard, yeah. He has a billboard in Bangalore. He has a billboard in Bangalore of him shirtless with an unconscious supervillain hanging from one hand and and a stop sign in the other that says, Hello, I am Bovar. I would like to be your hero. And it has his fucking number on it. <laughs> this I mean, man. I have to give it to him for like just the panache. No, one hundred percent. I can't even get mad. Like this is this is I, he is on brand. It's yeah. like oh, having what? Mike Guy as a dad and like being embarrassed about him. It's mm-hmm. like Shalimar's life. Right I could be a chief. Oh I'm to understand Shalimar quite a bit. Yeah, that that's, that's like what really clears it, up some things for me about yeah. about him. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's no. like all the puzzle pieces are going into place. I've connected the two dots. You have to um, but yeah, I've connected them. Joey, uh, Jesus, I, Kenny, okay, way by. Um, he like, do I have like a clean shot to the dog? Can I kind of make out where the dog's sitting? Yes, oh, we're going I, for pull pork sliders, my boy. I'm like, I'm like dragging I, you along. I, I, <laughs> no, but that's okay. Kenny, one hundred percent, like. Can you put the dog like, and put your hand on it? Yeah, but then he doubled back to go say the thing to Shalimar. Yeah. Oh um, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair so like he basically Kenny like very playfully, but like he knows the two of you can take it. He one hundred percent like tries to reach up and like punches like Brock and then Joey and like the hip and is just like, hey, no need reason to brag. I'm well aware that you both do superhero stuff better than me. I'm the best eater here, and I'm willing to prove you, prove it to you. And then he books it past them. <laughs> nice. 
I will take that back. That's a nice little like teen sitcom like cut to credits just and about there. It's a freeze frame. Yeah. And then an eighties rock star song mm-hmm. starts playing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kenny's just about to touch the dog. Joy and I are like looking at him surprised, like Or like it's like the like nineties like Yep. Yeah, exactly. Kenny Kenny traveled onward both in his great love of barbecue and his love of superheroing until diabetes claimed him at the tender age of forty. <laughs> <laughs> Like Brock Rockford continued to rock on as Brock Rockford. Yep. Brock Rockford continued to be. Yeah, Brock Rockford. Eventually, he went on to become president of the United States until he decided the position was not cool enough for Brock Rockford. So Brock Rockford left, gathered his money, and bought an off island piece of land and has named it the island of Brock Rockford. Brock Rockford Island is now this premier spring break location for all of the God. United States. Brocklandia. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Brock mm-hmm. All right. Um, the uh, the group. Uh, you guys gather at the dog. Bova and Shalimar walk out front. And um, Bova does his thing for the movies where he does the flex and the flex and he goes, yes, and there's this thunderclap as he just goes Woof! and just launches offward. Chalmer just kind of like takes off naturally like he's just like there's <laughs> literally just like embedded footprints in the ground from where mm-hmm. Bovar launched off from and Shalimar just kind of stands and watches him go he's just like god damn it that's majestic <laughs> <laughs> Shalimar watches his dad talk about it, he's like god that's so cool <laughs> and then Shalimar's like it takes off after him much less uh, dramatically yeah <laughs> that's adorable he's his dad's biggest fan how could you not be? I mean, yeah. I mean honestly. I mean, that is fucking Bova. We have yep. the only person that out Brock Rockford's Brock Rockford. <laughs> I don't think it's so much an out Brock Rockford, Brock Rockford thing, as I'd like to think that Brock Rockford is the spirit of Bova in American form. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is fair. true. A player recognizes so, a player, my dude. Yeah. Brock Rockford seen or saw a Bova movie one time and decided he was going to be that but American. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. He was going to do be that but with a McDonald's cheeseburger in his hand. Yes. Yep. Oh, oh my god. So yeah, Sarah will go with them. All right. Cool. You guys gather up into the circle. Showtime. Uh, uh, wraps the uh, wraps his cane on the ground three times and the line of the circle forms around the group and the concrete you're standing on goes and it flips over like a trap door and uh, you guys are standing uh, on the grassy expanse just fucking grassland for miles Um, there's this big ass green dormitory building off to the side um, 
Everything okay over there? Yes! There's a cute kitten here now, apparently. Oh. Damn mm. it, now I want to be at Izzy's house. Like small kisses. He, he's he's oh, that's okay. my, um, one of my roommates fosters. I love it. Amber we says that y'all all have missed. Amber says y'all have all missed baby shark faces too long, and instructed and me to send a bunch of baby shark and kitten faces to the Discord. Excellent. I approve. I just sprinted <laughs> back up these stairs. <laughs> I approve. Okay, um, so yeah, for Kenny's benefit... Um, Showtime wraps on the ground uh, with his cane. Um, a circle forms around the group, and the ground you're standing on goes thump, and it rotates like a trap door. Oh, and God. you guys are now standing grassy plain for fucking miles. Big ass green building off to the side. Um, tiny little gray white farmhouse with peeling paint. Um, I don't know why are you telling f- all, all this? He's blind. I am describing this for everybody else, smartass. Yeah. Yeah, most everybody is sighted. So, um, I said for Kenny's benefit because Kenny was not here or Izzy was not in the room when I did this. Smart ass. Um, for Kenny's benefit, you smell um, caramelized sweet baby Ray and um, hot pork uh, and uh, yeah, hot pork and fresh pie. And um, the door to the house opens, and um, David Dempsey, the rocket man, kind of ducks out under the doorframe <laughs> because the doorframes of the house are so goddamn small. No, they're not. He's just so good. And uh, he uh, like walks up. He's got this. He's got this apron on that says "Kiss the Cook, y'all." And he uh, me. <laughs> Alejandro's like, I'm trying. <laughs> it says, kiss the cook, y'all. He's got um, a set of barbecue tongs hanging on the belt loop. Um, a pair of oven bits stuffed into the front pocket. And he, he walks up and he goes, hey. Um, so, uh, sounds to me like y'all have had a bit of a time. Um, y'all don't got to talk about it until you're ready. I uh, just want to say there's about eight pounds of pulled pork and a barbecue sauce in there and about eight dozen potato slatter rolls and three fresh pies and about six gallons of sweet tea. And uh, so if y'all want to come in and help yourself, you just go right ahead. Yeah. See, so just going to kind of look up. I don't know if I speak for everyone here. So before I touch food, I'd like a shower. That is perfectly That's fine as well. Hot. Um, Grant, and there's just woof, and uh, the, the Reaper is standing there and goes, yeah, boss. <laughs> he goes, would you show them over to the dormitory and uh, set them up with space? You know, the whole damn third floor is empty, except for uh, um, except for Jay's room, and he never uses the damn thing except the storage. So, you know, just give them rooms. Let them stretch their wings, use facilities, and when y'all are ready, come on over. Catch is always open. And he is 100% like doing math in his head as Dempsey was rifling off food. And he just kind of goes... Kenny, it's a lot of food. Just don't eat. I'm aware of that. I was wondering what y'all were going to eat. 
<laughs> Races him to the kitchen. Dempsey smiles. <laughs> Dempsey Dempsey chuckles. And puts his hand on Kenny's shoulder and he goes, "I like you, son. I like your appetite and I like your priorities. Let's go get you dished." Awesome. <laughs> That's all it takes. He, he goes, "Come on in." And he looks over at Sarah and he goes, "You know, he goes that damn coffee cup." you ordered finally showed up and it's on the rack if you want to come and get yourself something to drink. We got a tra- he goes, we got a tradition here at Dempsey Farm. If you're going to stay here, you got to pick yourself a coffee cup off of Amazon and we got to get it shipped out here so that way you always got a cup to drink out of. That's so, uh, you know, after y'all had a chance to like unwind, take a nap, get some grub in you and all that jazz, we can pick through and get you guys sorted out. But meantime, Let's- go ahead. You two know each other? Pointing at Sarah and Dempsey. He goes, yeah. Um, Sarah is a. Uh, he goes, Sarah and her uh, merry band of uh, her merry band of misfit um, are a uh, little group of uh, supers based out of Chicago. And um, you know, Litany standing policy is if you fight the good fight, well, you're always welcome at Sunday barbecue. She basically scammed the government oh, out of our freedom. Is what you're so saying. So that's why Gen- our General Shiny dirt wasn't allowed. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks. Good play. Thank you, Thank you very much for welcoming us. Greatly appreciated. They're really nice here. They're, they've been extraordinarily wonderful. He goes, oh, hey, hey, let me say, let me say, y'all don't have to stay if you don't want to. This is not a prison. I am not your warden. If I was any kind of authority figure like that, I would be the first one to punch myself in the face. And considering my deadlift, that is a devastating blow. Look, you don't have to stay. As far as I'm concerned, y'all are free to go. In fact, if you want, y'all can use the phone inside, give somebody a call. I mean, hell, I could have Showtime take you somewhere if you want to go. You ain't got to stay. I'm just saying, uh, Bova said y'all are tired, hungry, and you've seen some shit. So, I'm just saying, as somebody who has been tired and poor and seen some shit, nothing better than a hot meal. Like I said, Fair that enough. being said, you don't want in, that's totally fine, man. No hurt feelings. I get it. You don't know who the fuck I am from Adam. That being said, I'm, Dempsey walks up to Brock and he extends his hand and goes, David. Brock. Good to meet you. I'm going to assume that our world had a David Dempsey. You guys had a lot of um, a lot of supers. Um, not so um, wild of the super culture because a lot of the political war and everything else that was going on was forefront. Ukraine, nuclear missiles and shit like that. Yep, yep. He goes, Grant, why don't you show him up give him some space? He goes, alright. He goes, uh, this way. Um, he goes, I'll, uh, I'll keep the pace mm-hmm. nice and slow for you. And, uh, he, uh, starts walking off towards the, the big, the dormitory building. Are you guys going for food or beds first? Actually, Half of them I want a shower, so... 
Right. Do you still really just want the shower and to collect his thoughts? I would just prefer. I would prefer to use the phone first. Come on in, man. There's one in the kitchen. There's one in the reading room. Kenny's eating. Kenny's eating. Kenny's eating. Quick rinse off and then food and then sleep and then find stuff out later. Okay. Garrett is gonna um, ask Dempsey um, if any of the kids ask to give them her phone number so they can call if needed. Of course, Sarah. Um, uh, Jason's actually going to tap her on the shoulder. I don't suppose she'll be sticking around for a bit, would you? Hold on. What was that? Jason's just going to kind of tap her on the shoulder. I don't suppose she'll be sticking around for a bit. I'd like to shower and maybe have somebody I can at least bounce ideas off of and talk to. I'd rather not stress anyone else out right now. They're trying to like, calm me down. <laughs> I'm here to stay for as long as you guys need. I just want to make sure that you can get them out. Wait, um, I'm in the shower, sir. I smell horrible. He still smells like Chanel. He's just being pissy. <laughs> hey, sometimes, even if it's just mental, if you feel wrong, at this I point, he's a day off of you or, or a At this point, as far as he's aware, he smells like dirt or gun smoke and. Way, way too much stress. <laughs> That's fair. That was a really good way to start a new day. Sure. Or a new time. All right. You guys have the opportunity to use the facilities here to shower, to sleep, to eat. Um, some of you are going to make phone calls. Uh, it sounds to me like Sarah's going to be making use of her own dormitory this evening. Um, Probably going to be the case. As long as somebody wants to talk or they want to do whatever, Sarah will stick around. Alright. Well, I think that this is a splendid time to call it a night. So thank you everybody for tuning in to our uh, uh, Tabletop Super Shit Show Part 2 as everything loses its goddamn mind. (laughs) <laughs> loses is in present? Lo- I lost. I was about to say, losing kind of assumes that you had it in the first place. Yeah, it's that too. Alright. Yeah. That's all for us. Thanks for being here. We'll see you all next time. Good night, Good internet. Night. We love you. Yeah. And remember, we love your fan mail. New and different yeah, worlds at gmail.com. Good God. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Welcome to Arius and meet the Ram Pack and Party Advantage, a D&D play podcast. Join Manny, Garrus, Roshin, and Tagoro as they travel the vast lands and learn long-forgotten secrets and find themselves in all kinds of shenanigans. So what are we doing? Drugs. We did that in season one already. Did we? Well, you did. Yes! <laughs> Tagoro got a taste warm. Oh god, I, I, I'm now the personal healer and I have to take care of Manny? Well, I mean, your your girlfriend was the personal healer more than you. Remember? I'm a dragon? Yeah. I'm like... I mean, last time you were a dragon, it didn't go so good. Let's not repeat, okay?
Xnay on the Dragnay. Got it? Tune in every other Wednesday on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice and on YouTube. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real-play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy action. Mystery. Mystery.